Blog Talk Radio. All right, everybody, we're in the middle of the national anthem. I'm not even sure if you're getting that through the noise. It just finished, so so we're all set. So we'll get started here. Doing it the right way. All right. Where's the button? Where's the button right there? Is that it? Yep. Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports, news, and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the eagle eye, Bill Cerna. Now, it's time for Rollin' Eagles football. Here's Sonny Clark. All right, everybody, welcome into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio and there's the eagle eye bill Cerner. we're actually doing the facebook live you'll only get our ugly mugs good to see you good to see you because uh, you cannot turn it around it's against uil rules because they are actually on tv so if you want we'll turn around yeah but <laughs> we'll just <laughs> see the back of my head, head. <laughs> and, and you can see a, uh, a package of hot dogs on the back of my head but <laughs> it is what it is I'm not sure who won the, the tosses. We were getting ready uh, to get this one on the air. I do know the Rowlett Eagles are receiving, so that's number one. They got King that is back there as well. Let's see here. Is that Wesley? Yep, Wesley back and on the near side. Your Rowlett Eagles are wearing their white jerseys, all white, including pants, and they got that uh, burgundy numbers going on. The North Garland Raiders, they're in their red jerseys, black pants, and their black helmets, and the Eagles wearing their burgundy helmets with the Philadelphia Eagles kind of eagle thing going on. So that having been said, that's what's going on. Good to see everybody. We'll try to check in with people who are checking in. We're not all that great at that, um, but you're more than welcome to say, hey, Marilyn, good to see you. That's my The sound is low. Well, there's nothing I can do. Turn it up. So here we go. Here's the first kickoff, and it's high. And it's going to be handled at the 20-yard line, and that's actually Hall. He had to bring it back in. He gets around. He curls it down to about the 42-yard line. So the Eagles get started off good as Hall gets the first shot out as he rolls out of there. Um, I'm not sure if you can hear us. You you might have a hard time hearing us on the Facebook Live because we don't have a great microphone. So you're just stuck with that part. On the uh, radio, turn us up. We'll be up there. You just got to turn it up really loud. Hey, we got light. And we got light. All right, so the Raleigh Eagles are going to set the first drive. They're going to start it from their own 42-yard line to start this one out. And we'll talk a little bit about what we're expecting here tonight as the Eagles are set with a three on the near side, one on the far side. They're stacked in the slot, and as they go ahead, they fake it out, get it out to Evans. Evans with the catch, getting around the corner, midfield, and finally pushed out of bounds at the 48-yard line of the Raiders, and the Eagles already get it started. And on the stop on the other side are guys that we don't have the numbers for, but number 10 back exactly, uh, there. Yeah, number uh, 10, uh, Tyree Clark. Who's number side. eight? We don't even have him on the uh, Number eight is Homer Sorello. He's okay. actually the kicker. Wide receivers. Yeah, our kicker. Yes, you're right. So here comes second down for the Rowlett Eagles. Three far, one near. And keeping it is Tupal. Tupal was going to pitch it. Uh, he's only going to pick up maybe one, maybe two on that first down play there. That didn't go anywhere. Well, and, uh, no, good job by uh, North Garland as they uh, stomped that. 
uh, option uh, right in his tracks, never gave him a chance to pitch that ball. 11.37 left to go in the first quarter. It's still scoreless. Eagles are in that lineup, three far, one near, and on the three far, there's two stacked towards the end of the line. So that's a regular stance that's coming out. Here's a pass over the middle, just underthrown, ball intended for Hall there as the Rowlett Eagles. By the way, it was Evans on the uh, receptions, by the way. It was number six, number two was Hall, and that's who the ball was intended for. Well, and Tupal uh, uh, just uh, rushed it out of there and got the ball. A little too low to get to the receiver. Okay, guys, and we're, you'll see us kind of moving in and out of that. That's because we have pillars here that we got to look around. So here comes third down and nine for the Eagles. Ball's on the 46-yard line of the Raiders. Three far, one near. They're not stacked this time. Amos in the backfield for the Raleigh Eagles as to Paul, looking for the snap. He's back to pass, has time, and puts it right on the money at the 35-yard line. And that was Evans on the reception. That's going to be enough for the first down, and that was a nice bullet there. And on the stop on the other side was number two. And why am I not finding numbers? Number two is uh, Devin uh, Barrett-King on the stop. Uh, you might have them on the offensive side. I might. That's exactly where I have them. So, so here come the Eagles. Here's first down from the 35-yard line of the Raiders. Here come the Eagles. Handing off in the middle to Chauncey Amos. Amos is going to move it up for about maybe two, maybe three on the other side. I'll write that number down because we have it. And then on the stop on the other side, I'm not even going to even attempt this young man's last name, Bill. Take a look at that. New dude number one. <laughs> Uh, the, well, last name is Eben Nam, Edem, Eden Mama. Yeah, that's easy for you to say. Edem Nama. Edem Three near, one far. Back to pass to Paul. Puts it up. Oh, just a little floater out of the reach of the intended receiver, King, for the Rowlett Eagles. And that one just looked like it slipped out of his hands because it was really not anywhere near any targets there. Well, and you had two receivers right there in the same general area. You had uh, both Evans and King. Uh, kind of combined there with three defenders, so really nothing he could do with that ball. All right, so that brings up third down and seven. Ball's on the 32-yard line of the Raiders. You'll see us moving in and out like this because we got pillars. We're looking around if you're watching on Facebook. Too far, one near, boys. They would have got the snap. They would have had offside. Give it to Amos, and Amos is going to move up the middle. Look at him just stop, not stop. And he picked up about three on the stretch. And what are we going to call him? Ebenama. Ebenama? Ebenama. Ebenama. So we're going to – we didn't get a chance to – Talk about that. So, Ebenama. Looks like they're going to line up to go for a run. Fourth down and three. Yep, it's the big. And they might as well go for it. They're in no man's land, so a punt won't do any good. Too far, too near. Amos in the backfield. So, uh, to Paul waiting for the snap. He's got it on the option. He's going to go around the corner. He didn't even come close. That was a bad – I'm gonna. I'm just going to say it was a bad play call in reality, Bill, as they, they're able to throw the ball down the field. They have Hall. They have Evans. They didn't utilize their wide receivers on that. Well, and, and, and Tupal, uh, it was a, a carry from uh, Tupal from the very beginning. He didn't use his running back as a blocker. He actually just jumped in front of him and never gave him a chance. And number 59, Eduardo Garcia was just able just to pounce on him uh, right at the line of scrimmage. So a turnover on down with 9.37 left to go in the first quarter. Raiders coming out and getting ready to do what they do. North Garland's led by their quarterback, Farrington. Farrington is going to be the guy that will bring you the news, as I call it, too far. 
nobody near, but they got a big tight end, but they're going to hand it off going up on the right-hand side. Number 20 is Woods. He leads this uh, team rushing, and he's going to pick up, what is it, about, maybe about four or five. They're on stop before your Eagles. That was Wade. So gain of about, well, they only give them two on the board, but, boy, it looks like three. So I'm going to call it second down and seven. They got to get the ball to the about the 38-yard line for the first down. They're on the 31. Here they go. Jet sweep coming this way, getting in the hands on the other side, and that is to number two. I don't know why I just jumped over these guys' names. Number two is uh, Devin Barrett-King. Well, and one thing we talked about before the game was that there's not a big – uh, a lot of personnel on that uh, North Garland team. So you have a lot of players that are playing both sides of the ball. So I think when you set up your lineup, I think you put them either on one or the other. Yep, because he's right there. He's also a wide receiver. So that brings up third down and five. Ball on the 34 of the Raiders. Too far, too near for the Raiders. One in the backfield. That's Wood. Now back to pass. Arrington looking. Here comes the pressure. He's going to take off. He's at the 35. Now to the 40. And he's just going to tiptoe out of bounds at the 40. I'll tell you, the 43-yard line. And the way he was tiptoeing, Bill, he was asking to get hit and hit hard. Well, and uh, you know what? He... Yeah, he had nobody really around him. Uh, he just kind of uh, took it easy going out of bounds. If you're going to go out of bounds, you need to go out of bounds. Yes, and if you stay in, it's a, it's a good opportunity for you to get popped. But it was enough for a first down, so it's first down and 10. Ball on the 42-yard line of the Raiders, eight yards away from midfield. Too far, too near for the Raiders. Here comes the other side. The pitch and catch from Farrington down to the other side into Ellis's hands. Maybe a game of one, maybe two. Wait on the stop as well as for your Raleigh Eagles, it was Canyon. <laughs> and on this one, uh, you were thinking one or two yards. They gave him five yards. Yeah, it was like I, I'm not sure what the heck's going on. 7.59 left to go. It's like they gave him five. Boy, oh, boy, where where they gave him the spot, I don't know. But it is second down and five. Too far, too near for the Raiders. Woods in the backfield, back to pass. Little floater too far, just out of the reach. Farrington had a wide open wide receiver that was just coming over on a slant. He just continued the long slant there, Bill, and unable to bring it in was Ellis. As it well, was and, and that was actually a great route ran by uh, Ellis. As, uh, he separated the uh, the defensive back and the safety and, and found a pocket right in between them two. He's just going to get the ball uh, to the receiver. Seven minutes, 40 seconds left to go in the first quarter. Hey, good to see Yolanda's there as well as some other folks that are checking in. Thanks for checking in as Greg Olich. Good to see him there. Did some work with the Kansas City Phantoms. And here comes third down and five. Ball on the 47-yard line. Farrington back to pass. He's getting the rush over the middle. Just threw it out of the reach of Parker, who was intended. as He just went out there, and he was right at the first down marker. Well, and once again, he just got a little bit too uh, antsy on throwing that ball. You know, it, uh, unlike uh, previous years, uh, North Carolina's come out throwing the ball a lot. And they're a rushing team this year as well. And so we'll take a look at some of the numbers that we're going. Here comes fourth down and five. 7.35 left to go. 
back for your rally at Eagles as well. His low snap, and he got it off in time. And Hall's going to field it at the 15-yard line. He's going to come to the near side 20, around the corner to the 25, 30. Now to the 40, breaking into the inside to the 45, breaks another tackle and gets out to midfield as Hall just used his speed and also his athleticism as he was just breaking about two or three tackles at around the 40-yard line. You're absolutely right. Uh, on, on the return, he had three defenders right in front of him when he caught the ball. He was able to get around them and go down that sideline. Yep, and on the other side, here come the Eagles. First down and 10, ball right at midfield. 50 yards from pay dirt. The Eagles need to move the ball on this one. What's the matter? You're giving me dirty looks. Uh, I'm just I'm shocked that we started on time today. Yeah, on time. Not and a cloud in the sky. Coming too, just oh. to let you know. So they, they did the homecoming thing and everything that was out there. And so. beautiful weather. Yeah, beautiful night for football. I don't have to be a weatherman tonight. Yeah, there you go. One far, two near, one win in motion. They're going to hand it off and pushing it up the way for your Rowlett Eagles was Amos. He got about four there before he was brought down on the other side, number five. And I'm not going to say his last name. I'm just going to call him by his first name. His first name is Goodness. What's goodness. the last name on that? Yeah, Goodness. Uh, now Wooly. Now they ended up Amos. Amos just pushing it, and he got maybe three on that running play, maybe. And he's tackled again by goodness. And we're just going to call him goodness. Not even going to take a – You know what? I think North Garland has to step up and make sure they give us pronunciations when you have names like these. Yeah, third down and four. And handoff to your normal, reliable Amos. And he's tackled in the backfield. And that's going to take him back to the 50-yard line. And it was Homer on the stop. Well, and I think this offense line is really struggling with the speed of uh, – North Garland. I mean, the offensive line is uh, tremendously larger than him, but I think just the speed is not is is catching up to him. And they went back and went back to kick the ball, but the ball was snapped really weird. And the Eagles are going to get the bounce down to the 22 yard line off of the kick. It was a bad snap. Topal was lucky to get his hands on it as it was off to the right hand side, but he was able to take the step back up, get that ball launched, and it landed at the 22 yard line. And the Eagles down that there. So what we're seeing in the first two drives from the Rowlett Eagles, not ball movement at all, as they're not. I don't think they're utilizing the wide receivers enough uh, during this portion of it, doing a lot of running. Uh, but the defense is what is holding down for the uh, Raiders. Well, and I and I think uh, North Garland is focusing on that run. Here we go, hand off in the middle. Ah, ah, you're Rowlett Eagles number ten. That was Hines. He got in there to put the initial lick up on the running back. And that was Woods. He got nowhere. He might have lost about four or five. Also on the stop was Willis for your Rowlett Eagles. And that's going to back them up. And where are they going to place the day? Only give them a two-yard loss. So it's going to be second down and 12. Ball's on the 20-yard line. Well, and Heinz wasn't able to bring him down, but he slowed him up to get to let all his other brothers come and take care of it. Too far, too near, and there's a big tight end on the far side. Back to pass. Farmington put the shot over the head. Farrington, mark that, over the head of the intended receiver, Parker, again. They're trying to get Parker involved at the game, and Parker's not a very tall dude. The dude is 5'8", and he looks all of 5'8", out there. Well, and uh, these receivers are similar going to go to their quarterback and say, you got to get that ball down because you're going to hurt me if you don't. And we'll be hopefully calling Derek Lipscomb's son tonight. He's wearing number 16 for the Raiders. I work with him. Okay, so his uh, son's out there. So it was good to get to see you, Derek. Uh, what's up? But anyway, <laughs> three, 
third down and 12. 531 left to go in the first quarter. Here come the Raiders. Three far, one near. I'm trying to catch those numbers. They're hard to see them. And back to pass. Farrington on the near side. And almost intercepted by your rally of Eagles, number 23. And that's, it's a new dude, but yeah. no, it's not. It's, it's, no, that's it's 24, guy. Xavier uh, Gale. Yep. Gale that should have had that. And you know he's kicking himself right now, smacking himself on the helmet. Right in the he, hand. He catches that. He returns that for a touchdown. Definitely. I think you've probably seen that, too. But they bring on the kicking unit. Hall's going to be back for the Rowlett Eagles at their own 45-yard line. Low snap, he's able to get it, and he puts up a high one. It's going to bounce. And it's going to take a Raider bounce, and it's going to go down to the 40-yard line. That is where Hall was to receive the kick anyway. So two drives for both teams, not giving a lot of offense from either side of the ball there, Bill. No, you're absolutely right. Right now it's a field position uh, game, and right now Rowlett has the field position uh, on uh, on their side. But sooner or later somebody's got to break out. Somebody's got to change up a little bit. North Garland is focusing on that run from Rowlett. So let's see if Rowlett will come out and throw the ball a little bit and uh, give the offensive line just a little bit of a break there. Greg McGinnis, he's also a Let's Go Blue fan. Michigan, baby, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, so good to see Greg out there. And, Chuck, good to see you. Thanks for checking in. Sometimes we're able to see this, sometimes not. We'll try to look at it. Good to see you there, Todd. What's Todd's message? You might have some for us. Here comes first down for the Eagles on their own 40-yard line. Back to pass this to Paul. He's going to put it up deep, far down the field, just out of the hands of Seismic. And Seismic has been close to making plays for the Rowlett Eagles. So whether it's a drop or getting close to the ball, they're trying to get him involved with the offense. They, they are, and uh, that had a double coverage on uh, on that pass. And it would have been a tough catch to bring in. But, uh, you know, DePaul put it where if the receiver wasn't going to get it, that nobody would. All right, so turn up your radios. Everybody's saying slow, but that's that's fine. At least you're hearing it. Turn it up, you'll hear it. Put it all up there. Here we go. Second down and ten, and here comes Chappelle with three near. He's going to pass it over the middle. so wide open, Evans. He's to the 20, to the 10, five, touchdown. But the eagle eye says, eh. No, it's going to be a touchdown. It's going to be a personal foul roughing the passer. The ah. ball got hit uh, there at the um, – well, no, it looks like they're going to call it back. So let's see what they are going to call here. I saw rough in the passer, so I don't know why um, the band is going back. off. So, oh, hold on. I can maybe do a little bit about the volume. There we go. Let's Everybody, let's let's see what the call is. And let us know about the volume. They're, they're going to call holding. They are going to call holding. That will back it up and take it off of the board. Yeah, so we are louder. I just realized that I looked over. I was looking at the wrong knob, so that knob is in the right spot. So hopefully you all can hear us a little bit better as we are here. Five minutes left to go here in the first quarter. Well, that was a great, uh, great uh, pass by uh, to Paul to Evans, and he just got past the, that separation from his uh, defender and uh, was able to write down the field. Second down and 20, three near, one far for the Eagles, almost in the backfield for your Eagles. So, Paul, back to pass, has some time. He's going to go ahead and release it. Did that. He was hit right when he let it go. There's going to be a, a Dickie's Barbecue yellow hanky. There it is from Bill. He, he spotted it. That, will be a, that won't be an offense. That will be holding down the field. That's going to be a spot foul as well. They're going to do a spot foul in uh, high school. So, it'll only be 15 yards. But uh, they, they did call pass interference. 
Hey, Todd, let us know if this sounds a little better. I turned up the volume, so that might have helped. Pop up the volume. Pop up the volume. Pop up the volume. Damn. Damn. Four fifty-two left to go, and that's what they are going to call. They are going to call defensive holding. It is a 10-yard penalty, but the most important thing on that ball, automatic first down. And that's what something that Rod needed uh, after he got that holding call. But watching this offensive line, they're really struggling. Uh, you have the linebackers are coming just about every play, so they're putting a lot of pressure into that backfield. So we are good. Here we go. Is zero zero four fifty two. Caught it in one on that last play. Here comes the uh, pass on the far side. It's caught there by Evans. I'm not sure who brought him down. It was a gain about four. As I was looking at three or three or four other things on the stop on the other side. Number thirteen Matthews, who's also a wide receiver for the Raiders. So got a lot of guys playing both sides of the ball. Too far, too near for the Eagles. One in the backfield. Second down and five. Ball at midfield. Here's to Paul waiting on the snap. He gets it. He's looking to this near side. And he puts up a little floater. The player does. Good play on the ball there. Number 10 for the Raiders. And that was Clark on the coverage. And if he got it a couple yards shorter, yeah, that would have been intercepted as well. So Paul needs to put a little bit more air under that as that uh, ball was a little bit short. If he, if he had let him just a little bit more, he would have been scoring a touchdown. Yeah, seven on that. So a lot of, a couple of missed opportunities here early in the game for the Eagles. As they go to third down and five, three far, one near in the wide receivers for the Eagles. Amos in the backfield. Waiting on the snap is Topal, and there's going to be a Dickie's Barbecue yellow hanky. It's going to be a false start on your Raleigh Eagles. Yeah, and then yeah, I'm noticing that Jamil Gardens, uh, they're putting everybody up within five yards. So I think Raleigh doesn't recognize that, and that's why they're going over the top a little bit more here on, on this drive. As you, uh, you'll see, the defenders are all within five yards of the line of, line of scrimmage. So as we look at it, first downs, one for the Raiders, two for the Raleigh Eagles. No one really tearing down the walls as far as getting 10 yards. Good to see everybody out there as they're watching on Facebook as well. Here comes third down and 10, 419 left to go in the first quarter, three far, one near for your Eagles. Back to pass to Paul. He's looking to this near side. This time he puts a rocket on it. It is caught there by Hall at the 40-yard line. Gets around and does a little curl down to the 35, and he carries a couple of uh, defenders as well as number 40 uh, and – and do new beat. I, do the, I, I tried to do the thing, but that didn't help. Also, on the stop on the other side, Matthews. So that's going to bring up a first down for the Eagles. They get it as they move the ball to the 32-yard line. First down to 10, too far, too near for the Eagles. Amos in the backfield, and they do a little play action. They get the ball. King just Dropped it. Hit him in a bad place for hands right there, Bill. Yeah, they hit him right in between the two hands. I think he, uh, if you watch the replay here, he started looking up field. Yeah, he did. He did have some open area here. We do, it looks like we do have a player down for North Garland. Yeah, it looks like we do have a player down. So we'll find out what's going on with that. So they got a quick timeout on the football field. So what we'll do is we'll take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. You're listening to the coverage of the 2017 Rowlett Eagles Varsity Football Team. We'll be right back. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Chain Lee's Taekwondo in Rowlett. At Chain Lee's Taekwondo, our mission is to spread the art of Taekwondo to everyone who's willing to learn with an open mind and train with enthusiasm. Our goal is to instill you a healthy lifestyle 
lifestyle with a disciplined mind and body. At our school, we strive to provide a professional, warm, welcoming, and educational environment for all, and you will learn and advance at your own pace. That's at Ching Lee's Taekwondo, located at 2212 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 100 in Rowlett, or give them a call at 963-506-4483, or check them out on the web at www.mychinglees.com. There may have been a time when the ups and downs of the stock market were exciting, but if you're retired or near retirement, for you, that time has passed. A predictable return, a predictable income and security may not be exciting, but your needs have changed. When you're ready for a more predictable instead of exciting financial plan, call Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, where we specialize in crafting financial strategies that aren't exciting, but effective. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Visit them on the web at nesteggadvice.com or give them a call at 972-412-6064 to schedule your free no-obligation consultation. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your outlet Eagles, letting you know about Dave Watson and Baggy's Web Solution. For those that are in need of a website, make sure you come in contact with Dave as he will take a look at your needs, find out what is most important to you, and generate a great idea for your needs. Make sure you take the time to come in contact with Dave Watson. That's 855-932-4747, extension 101. Baggy's Web Solutions. Simple, local, perfect. And we are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. You probably heard the fans in the background. I didn't turn down that, but we'll do that next time. Uh, player was down. That's the problem. And uh, we don't really let people know about the injuries or who it was. Just the player is down. Uh, he is being walked off. Here comes second down and 10 for the Rowlett Eagles as they get squared away here on their 32-yard line of the Raiders. It's going to be too near, too far for the Rowlett Eagles. 3.47 left to go in the first quarter. Eagles and the Raiders nodded at zero. And the Eagles have been trying to step on the pedal here. Let's see what they do here on the second down. Here comes Jet Sweep. Fake. Give it to Amos. He goes one way. And <laughs> talk about no one that bill. And, again, we're not, I'm not even going to try to kill it. I'm just going to call him dude, dude number one. Ebenoma. Well, and then uh, he just read that uh, play from the very beginning. It's almost like he had the playbook on that one. Loss of four on that one. Third down and 14. The Eagles got to get to the 21, in between the 21 and 22 yard line for the first down. Ball is on the 36 yard line of the Raiders. Big third down for the Eagles. Three far, one near, and Amos in the backfield. So, Paul, waiting on that snap. And he gets it. He's going to look to this near side and moving, making a stop right before the first down. Catches at the 30, spins and gets down to the 19. And he did that all with his legs there, Bill, after a nice catch there on the other side. Clark with the stop. Well, right off the, the bat, uh, when the play started, Hall had beaten him. And what he did was he stopped on on a dime, turned around, and the receiver or the defender kept going. So he could have gotten him underneath or over the top. So here comes first down 10, ball on the 19-yard line, and Tapal keeps it on the option. And look at him taking it down there to about the 13-yard line. He was popped there by number nine, Hunter. Uh, mark that. That's Homer on the other side. I need to put those glasses back on so I can see. Um, but that does bring down a second down for the Rowlett Eagles offense as they're moving the ball. Second down in four. Ball is on the 
looks like about the 13-yard line. They got to get to about the nine-yard line for first down. And there's a looks like a Dickie's Barbecue yellow hanky false start by the Raleigh Eagles. I'll back them up five, and that was before they even got set. I'm not even sure what the heck happened there. Yeah, I'm not sure. Offensive line right now is really struggling. This the speed of this North Garland team has really got them on their heels. So here we go. Second down and nine now as they back them up after they walked it off. Three far, one near for the Eagles. They're going to look over to the side and see if there's going to be a change in the play. Amos is going to be in the backfield, backfield with Topal, and they're going to go ahead and change the play. So it's basic for the wide receivers. They know where they're going, and the play clock down to three. And waiting on that, two, one. There's the snap. Topal back to pass, gets it into the hands. And Amos, and I don't know if he even caught it. They're calling incomplete. Big hit there by goodness. I'm not going to say the last name, but that was a big pop. Well, goodness, man. He uh, <laughs> he definitely uh, hit him good on there. I tell you what, this uh, this one of the team, they're physical. They can hit the ball. And uh, they've been doing this uh, uh, all games so far. So, you know, we had talked about challenges when you have, uh, you know, a, a low man of a low amount of players on a team and having to play both sides of the ball. Let's see how this affects them later in the game. 146 left to go in the first quarter. Third down and nine for the Eagles. Three far, one near. And Amos in the backfield. They are going to change the play. I'm looking for that slant. If he beats them in the middle on that slant, that's six points. Let's see what they happens here. So, Paul, back to pass. And it's going to be another false start. A Dickie's barbecue yellow hanky or a timeout. Oh, right. Uh, timeout on the football field means a timeout here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. You're listening to coverage of the 2018 Eagles Varsity Football Team. We'll be right back. Shouldn't your home be your own, custom, one-of-a-kind? Introducing custom fabric design exclusively from Budget Blinds. We'll help you create your own custom fabric that fits your style perfectly. With 1,500 patterns and every single color under the rainbow, we'll help you design your perfect luxurious drapes and accessories to make your home your own. No one else does custom like this, only from Budget Blinds. Call Karen McKinney to schedule your free in-home consultation today at 972-722-9300. That's 972-722-9300. Or go online to budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett and book your appointment today. All right, we're back at Williams Stadium. It's Tommy Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, along with the eagle-eyed Bill Cerna. Here comes third down and nine for the Rowlett Eagles. They're still thinking about it. They're still in their huddle. And they're going to get the warning here in a moment if they don't get a move on. Play clock, they haven't even started it, so I don't even know why they were rushing them as they did just start the play clock. Well, they, yeah, let them just start the play clock. They won't wait for them to break their huddle. Minute 42 left to go. Three five one near for the Eagles. And now they cleared that up to where if it was a slant, they have a little help up on the top. See if that ends up happening. Back to pass. So Paul gets the ball up, and he floats one. And if is it caught or – are they going to, yeah, incomplete as it looked like it just didn't stay in his hands long enough there, Bill. Well, and once again, this North Carolina team, they are staying up on top of the ball. They're staying at, uh, they're, they're blocking everything underneath. So, well, if, if they want to see some success, they're going to have some opportunity if they go over the top. All right, so they're going to bring on the kicking unit. It's going to be Rena. He's going to attempt a 35-yard field goal for the Rowlett Eagles at a minute 38 left to go in the first quarter. As this first quarter has taken some time, well, let's see what they do. They get lined up. They place it at the 25. Kick goes up, and it goes 
downtown for the Wildland Eagles. So the Eagles get up 3 nothing on the North Garland Raiders. So the Eagles up on top. We'll take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Wildland Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. Jersey will not let it go. Yeah, he says, uh-uh, you are going nowhere. 
They are going to give them right back up to a loss of one. So it's going to be second down and 11 for the Raiders. I think they gave him a good spot on that because it seemed like he was a little bit further back than that. So there seems to be a timeout on the football field. The play clock is still running with 10 seconds left to go. And that's going to do it for the first quarter is the reason why. So the Raleigh Eagles have the 3 nothing lead at the end of one. We'll be back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Raleigh Eagles radio network. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullet at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. Costco Insurance has been in Rowlett since 1981, a family-run independent insurance agency that Texans trust. Our website, costloinsurance.com, was built to explain insurance in an easy-to-read, information-only format just for you with articles you will enjoy. Promise, because we wrote it. Bundle your insurance and save big. Did you know when you put together at least two types of insurance from an insurance company, typically home, apartment, or rental, along with your auto insurance, you can save as much as 25%? It's true. So come visit us on Main Street in Rowlett or on the web at costloinsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? 174 total yards for Saxe in last night's game. Not, not the Saxe team we've seen past season. The overpowering offense that they are used to. Here comes the second down and 11. And here comes Sparrington with the pass. Caught at the 40-yard line. Wrapped up there by number seven by your Rowland Eagles. That was Miles. Also, Wade was there on the summit. And there was just nothing for him there. Uh, you had both defenders right there. He, you know, all he was going to really do was catch the ball. But... Uh, getting any uh, yards after that was going to be really tough. Uh, here comes third down and seven, ball on the 42-yard line of the Raiders. Eagles trying to hold them off. Three near, one far, wide receivers out there. I don't see number 16. Look for Derek Sutton, so he wears number 16. He'll get out there. Here's the snap, a little high, but handoff of Woods. Woods just breaking tackles and carrying tackles. His knee, I thought, hit at the, third, at the 45-yard line. And he stretched it up to the 48-yard line. Yeah, it was a great effort. Uh, great effort by him to uh, get that. He got probably an extra two or three yards, which makes it very crucial for those fourth downs. Yeah, fourth down, and they're going to have to punt. There's 11-0-1. This bad field position. Good to see you, Van Wagenen. David Van Wagenen, Texas Revolution. Good to see you there. Give me my ring. Catch uh, Matthew Lehrman out there. Of course, the big dog out there. And Brian Schmidt watching. Here we go. Hand off in the middle. Gets into Woods. Look at the breaking tackle. He breaks into the open. Takes it down to the 30-yard line. And that was just using his body bill. And the Rowlett Eagles not wrapping up. You know, that was just a simple run right up the middle. And that was all running back there as he just used his strength to uh, break away from the big pile and get loose down the field. Yeah, big-time gainer there for Woods. He made a big-time impact out there. Here comes first down and 10. Ball's on the 29-yard line of the Eagles. Raiders going right to left on your internet radio dial. 
They get all set, ready to go. Here comes Farrington, three near, one far. Farrington gets the snap. He's back to pass, looking that far side. Puts up the floater on the sideline. That catches the 10-yard line. But did he drop it? Did he maintain possession? Did he go out of bounds? That's what I'm looking for. And the referee's well, that- talking about out Yes. Well, that ball's still sitting in the end zone. If I was a red lead eagle, I'd go jump on that ball. And, then, uh, and Fischl just went and picked it up, and that's when they moved it. And then they moved the ball down to about the two-yard line. Wow, what a crazy play. Here comes first and goal for the Raiders. I don't get it, Phil. Yeah, I don't get it either because either he caught it or he fumbled the ball. But I don't know why they took the ball down. And only thing I can think of is that he stepped out of bounds after he had the ball. Or the official touched it while it was a live ball in the end zone, and that's where they marked him out at the two-yard line, handed off to Woods. Woods trying to go to the right-hand side. And Wade, there a couple of his friends said, no way, Jose, not happening. Also on the South Rural Ed Eagles was number 10, that was Hines. So that brings up second down and goal from the five-yard line. And, again, I'm still back to it. I think that's what happened. The official touched it. That ball was still live in the end zone, Bill. You were right. And they were waiting on that. As soon as they touched the ball, the official yeah, touched it. You know, watching the replay here just a second ago, he caught that ball. He came down. They jostled for it, and then the ball came loose. Rolled in the end zone. I think the officials didn't know what to do. I think you're right, as they are going to have – they're going to run a play, but there's going to be a timeout on the football field. So, the timeout on the football field means a timeout here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll be right back. There is nothing that beats good home-cooked barbecue. Since 1941, Dickey's Barbecue has done all the cooking and you take all the credit. Whether you want real Texas brisket, Virginia ham, southern pulled pork, or fall-off-the-bone ribs, Dickey's Barbecue is the place to go. Choose from our favorite sides of barbecue beans, creamy coleslaw, potato salad, jalapeno beans, and many more. Come see us today at our Rowlett location, 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110, in the Target Shopping Center. Whether you want to eat in or take it home, we will fix you up. Don't forget, for your next event, call the catering guy at 972-345-6424. That number again is 972-345-6424. Come visit us today at 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. Also, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dickies Rowlett. For lip-smacking, rib-tickling, knee-slapping, foot-stomping, great-tasting barbecue, come see us at Dickie's Barbecue today. Here comes second down and goal from the five. I'm going to switch windows so we can see. Second down and five. It's going to be two. Mark that. Four near, nobody far. Let's see what happens if Farrington gets the snap. He's going to keep it himself. Try to get around the corner. He's into the end zone for the touchdown for the Raiders. So the Raiders have hit pay dirt, hit pay dirt here with nine minutes, 14 seconds left to go in the second quarter. Take the lead, 6-3, to bending the extra point as they bring on the kicking unit. Handling the kicking duty is this. Tron. Tron waiting on the snap. Boss now kicks up and it goes right down the middle. So the Raiders have taken a 10-7 lead here after nine minutes and 14 seconds left to go in the first quarter. Or mark that. Second quarter. 
We'll be back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles asking, are you dealing with unpleasant smells or odors in your home? Is there a foul odor that you just can't find? Your best bet is to contact my friend Michael Smith of Lone Star State Mitigation. Mike is an expert when dealing with pet odors, urine, smoke, or unpleasant smells that you just can't pinpoint. He's also an expert in dealing with issues after a pipe bursts in your home or an emergency that causes damage. You need to contact Mike at Lone Star State Mitigation. Give him a call at 469-360-2997. Lone Star State Mitigation, restoring the calm after the storm. Welcome back into Williams Stadium. Sonny Clark, along with the Eagle Eye Bull Cerner, with your coverage of the 2018 Rowlett Eagles. I don't know what I was thinking. It's 7 to 3 with 9.14 left to go in the first, the first half of play here as we are in the second quarter. So, back for the Eagles is going to be Wesley and King. So, we're waiting on the kick here. Seven to three. Eagles not been able to get anything going. So that defense, like Tony said, is for real for the Raiders. See if they can finally break through it. Kick up high. It's going to be hit the ground. They better grab the ball. And it's in front of the Raiders. Get it. No one touched the ball. And just as I said that, Bill, and there was a Raider right down there. No one touched it. Eagles were sleeping, Bill. That's what ended up happening because no one was near the ball. Not even close. You went up to block the back guy, kind of ran away from it. There wasn't anybody within five yards of the ball for a well let. That ball able to bounce, go off one defender of uh, North Island, and he was able to still pick it up. Yep. So North Island has the ball on the 31-yard line after, I guess, the lack of concentration on what you need to do on kickoffs from the Eagles. So let's see what happens here on first down and 10-4. The Raiders, three near. They go ahead, hand it off. Woods trying to get around the corner. He does. He's got to push it up to about the 25-yard line before he's brought down by many Rowlett Eagles. And I'm waiting on that was Wade on the stop for your Rowlett Eagles number 14 and also on the stop for your Eagles number 92. Big man out there locking. Well, it looks like they're just going to they're just gonna bulldoze that ball as much as possible. And at times, they'll throw the ball down the field. But, uh, you know, North Carolina, uh, right now they've got all the momentum on their side. That touchdown was a big one, and they're right there again, knocking on the door. Three far, one near for the Raiders. And Farrington is going to be in the backfield with Woods. Actually, that's not Woods. That's Taylor in the backfield. They get set. Give it to Taylor. Taylor gets wrapped up by number 24, Uralad Eagles. That was Gale on stop as he was just following the blocker and was unable to get any yards, maybe two or three. It's going to bring up now third down, what looks to be about four or five. That will depend on the spot. So they're going to call it third down in about five. I think it's about right as it's at the 29-yard line. They're going to have to mark that, the 24-yard line. They hand it off. Taylor again. Far side, around the corner, breaks the tackle, gets the first down, keeps going. Holy smoke, down to the 10-yard line. He said, if you're going to bring me down, you better earn it. And that's exactly what happened. He carried the defenders for five yards there. Bill. Well, what a uh, mix-up that you have on the back. You have a running back like Taylor that is uh, shifty, quick, and uh, and, sh- and small. Then you get your big quarterback uh, running back back there that's a bulldozer that will you know, run right into you and fight for yards. All right, Wade runs off of the field for the Eagles. He looks kind of winded. Three near one far for the 
Raiders. Raiders are on the other side looking at it. They still have 10 seconds left to go before the play clock. All right, so they give the new play. Barrington hands the ball off. Taylor, he's wrapped up immediately. He couldn't get around Tito right there. That was Tito on the stop, and the good play there on the far side. Well, and Tito just gobbled him up like a – uh, like just a big bear and just wrap him up and just put him, uh, stop him right in his tracks here. He went off the block of number 62 carcass and he couldn't do it. And it's K I R C U S. So I think it's carcass, carcass, one of the two. Uh, good to see him. Marcus Coker, good to see you. Everybody checking in as we're doing this live up on the Facebook thing. It's kind of hard to see. So we have pillows here. We're over on the shack side. It is 7-3, 637 left to go in the second quarter. There's going to be a timeout on the football field for the Rowlett Eagles. So a breakout on the football field means a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show in your Rowlett Eagles radio network. I'll be right back. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about perfection body sculpting. Are you tired of seeing those love handles? Or do you just want to change your own image of yourself for a new you? Make sure you check into Perfection Body Sculpting located in the heart of Rowlett. A $69 consultation includes a 30-minute session of Laser Lipo. So start the New Year's off with a new amazing special from Perfection Body Sculpting. And remember, your goals are our highest priority. Contact 214-735-8519 or visit them on the web at www.perfectionsbodysculpt.com. All right, timeout on the football field for the Rowland Eagles is 7-3 in favor of the Raiders. 6.36 left to go in the second quarter. Eagles trying to get up off a stagnant offense, has not been able to generate much. Raiders take advantage of a kickoff blunder by the Eagles, and they're knocking on the door. Second down and 11, balls at the 13-yard line. Second down and 11, that's actually second down and goal. As they go ahead, hand it off, go one way, give it to the other guy, the name we can't pronounce, and for the touchdown, we call him new dude number one. I'm just going to call him Zope, and he had a big, big alley on the right-hand side there, Bill. Really not any uh, problem getting into the end zone. So, after the Eagles didn't touch the ball on the kickoff, the Raiders get the turnover as they get the ball, 13-3, to pending this kick, and this one goes up. I, nope, bounce up off the right hand, right side upright. So the Eagles dodge that bullet. They get that one point in the bank, but it's 13-3 to in favor of the Raiders with a breakout on the football field. Means a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll hear from Lucy Massey. Lucy! Finding the perfect home starts with Remax.com. Featuring 5 million bedrooms, 4 million bathrooms, plus every detail ever. Find the listings you love and the agents who can get them at Remax.com. That's the sign of a Remax agent. Make sure you contact Lucy Massey for all your home buying or selling needs for homes in Dallas, Mesquite, Rockwall, Garland, Richardson, Forney, or Rowlett. Give her a call at 469-556-6364. That's 469 556 6364. All right, we are back here at Williams Stadium as your Rowlett Eagles down 13 to 3. That extra point that could come back a little bit later on, depending on how close this one is. 
We'll see if that causes problems for the Raiders later on in this game. As the Raiders are set and ready to kick this one off, trying to catch that number, doing double time. Number six is handling the kicking kickoff duties. And you'll tell me who that Don't is. Question though. number eight, Homer Sorella. Sorella, number eight. Thank you very much. It is going. Here it goes, and he puts it up in the air. This time, he takes the, he hits the out of bounds, and the ball's caught, but he was on the line. That was Hall. They were at the 28-yard line. Hall wanted to turn around, curl around back into the middle of the field to see if he could get you some yards, but his foot was on the line after the kickoff. And once again, the same spot as where they kicked it before, and nobody uh, was around it. Same thing this time. There's going to be some confusion on who was going to get that ball. And then someone needs to take charge out there as they set that ball on the 27-yard line for the Eagles. Eagles going left to right on your internet radio dial. They are in their all-white road uniforms with their burgundy helmets. Black pants, red shirts, four jerseys for the Raiders. Here comes first down. 6.29 left to go in the first half. Too far, too near for the Raleigh Eagles. At halftime, I'm hoping to get the band on, so we'll see what happens. So, Paul, play action. Goes down the field just out of the reach on the other side for Hall. They were looking for him at about the 45-yard line and just threw it about maybe three yards too far there. Yeah, and then that's what you need to do. You need to listen to them up. The defense is all within five yards of the line of scrimmage, and they're going man-to-man. And two of the three receivers that were going down the field had were had a step on, on their defenders. So here comes second down and ten ball on their own 27-yard line of the Eagles. Too far, too near. Amos in the backfield, so Paul keeps it on the option, trying to get around the corner, finds an alley, and he's going to be hit at the 30, but he's going to take down at the 32-yard line on the stop on the other side. Number Looked like number six, Bill, correct me if I'm wrong on that number. Uh, Flip that number over, it was number nine. It was number nine for them, and that was Homer on the stop, so... My brain's upside down. So that Alex <laughs> Alex uh, Garcia on the stop. And Jeremy York, good to see you there. Thirteen to three, five fifty-seven left to go. The Raiders are leaving the Eagles. Too far, too near for the Eagles. Amos in the back door to Paul gets snapped. Looking has time, puts it out there, ball off of the hands of King. And the only reason why that was, he had two defenders right there. He knew he was going to get popped right there. Ozzy was there. Well, and then, uh, you know, he, once again, this second time he's done that, he's taking his eye off the ball as he's catching it because he was actually going to step back and, and um, uh, be able to come back in after he caught that ball and maybe pick up some extra yardage. Zook was there. I'm just going to call him. This is where I'd, I'd, I'd be uh, concerned for if I'm uh, North Garland as well. That brings out the punt, time, punt team, which they never do. Here we go. Fourth down, full punt unit. So they're going to want to put them for the net, and that's exactly what's going to happen, Bill. They normally come out with their Paul with the kick. They actually bring the kicking unit on, so they want to think about that one. So quick break out on the football field. We'll be right back. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience. So roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Oh, yeah, I think that is not that bumper music. 
Welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. Coming to you live from Williams Stadium. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, along with the eagle-eyed Bill Sermon. Here comes fourth down. The Eagles are going to put it out there for a punt. Rena gets it off, and a little line driver bounces, takes a row at roll down to the 30-yard line, now to about the 28-yard line. So the Eagles get a good bounce on that one there, 23, 23-yard line. Thank you, Bill. Down to the 23-yard line. So the Eagles get a good bounce there because the kick didn't look like it was going to go off well. In fact, it didn't even really hit his foot. It hit his leg more than his foot. No, and, and anytime you see a line drive kick, most of the time you're going to get a roll with it. On a line drive kick, you usually get it rolling for you. Uh, up in the air a lot of times, that's when you get your kickback. <laughs> Anthony Ionati, good to see you. Some of our indoor football guys checking in. Always like to see that. Here comes first down. For the Raiders, too far, too near. As they look this one over, they're going to look over to the side. It is Friday night lights. This is what life is all about here, Bill. Here we go. First down, pass, near side. It's caught. Big pop there by Wesley. And the Eagles say, Ellis, welcome to Friday night lights. As He popped them up good, but he held on to the ball there, Bill. He did, but he took a shot there at the very end, and he's shaking up. He's uh, asking to come out of the game right now. And maybe we'll see number 16 come in. That might be my my young man, Lipscomb. Oh, that's number 33. Uh, hold on. It is number 33. I'm looking for Lipscomb. Derrickson's out there, so... Uh, 33 in for the Raiders. Two near. One far. One in the backfield for the Raiders. Second down and four after the game of six. They hand it off. Trying to get around the corner. It's going to be a yellow, uh, is that Dickie's Barbecue yellow hanky for a false start, according to the Eagle Eye Bill Serna. That brings up. Mark that one off. They'll go back to second down in nine. Four minutes, 49 seconds left to go. Raiders have a 13-3 lead, 10-point lead over the Eagles. We'll find out if that extra point comes back and, you know, weeks have it on the Raiders. Too far, too near. In the wide receivers, getting the snap. Back to pass. Barrington's going to be rushed out of the pocket, and he puts it in the other hand, just throws it away. You can tell he put it in his other hand, which wasn't his fallen hand, and he was running to the side, and then he just threw it out of bounds to get it saved maybe a yard or two. Well, and, uh, uh, number 74 for North Garland, uh, Cole Dagan, got away with the hold there as he got uh, one of the de- one of the defenders turned around there, but uh, official didn't see that. Yeah, it was Tito that was after him. So that brings up a third down and nine, ball on the 25-yard line of the Raiders. As they got a lot, not a lot of time for them to decide what play they're going to do. Play clock is down to 11, so they do finally get that set as they're still looking over to the side. Too far, too near for the Raiders. One in the backfield with Farrington. Farrington in shotgun. There's a little shift there of the running back. Small guy. Play action. There's going to be another Dickie's Barbecue yellow hanky. This one is for a delay of game against the Raiders. I'll back them up another five. Well, and this is something uh, North Carolina didn't want to do and get deeper into uh, into their territory with the third and long. So uh, this is an advantage, uh, a, a possibility for Raleigh if they can stop right here, hopefully and get the ball back up midfield with about three and a half minutes left in the game. Third down and 14, balls on the 20-yard line of the Raiders. 
they got to get it to the 35, 34-yard line for the first down. Third down and 14. Play clock is down to eight. The time for 12. Barrington back to pass. It's going over the middle. Little floater. Nice catch at the 45-yard line. What a bring in there by Henson as he had to lay out to get that one, Bill. That, well, and we, that was a great pass, great catch, and really good defense by Ennis Henderson as he was right on him. But uh, 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 Barrington put it right in the spot where his receivers was only going to get it. Yep, and that's enough for the first down. They take it down to the 46-yard line. First down in 10. Here come the Raiders. 347 left to go. Too far, too near as they look over to the side and find out from the coach what they want. We'll talk a little bit about some of the stats here in just a moment as the Eagles defensively are trying to stop this Raider offense. Here they go. Too far, too near. Back to pass. Barrington, that's going to be another Dickies barbecue. Hanky, nope. A timeout on the far side of the football field. So a timeout on the field means a timeout here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. We will be right back. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Chain Lee's Taekwondo in Rowlett. At Chain Lee's Taekwondo, our mission is to spread the art of Taekwondo to everyone who's willing to learn with an open mind and train with enthusiasm. Our goal is to instill you a healthy lifestyle with a disciplined mind and body. At our school, we strive to provide a professional, warm, welcoming, and educational environment for all, and you will learn and advance at your own pace. That's at Ching Lee's Taekwondo, located at 2212 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 100 in Rowlett, or give them a call at 963-506-4483, or check them out on the web at www.mychinglees.com. Back at Williams Stadium, 328 left to go, first down and 10, good to see you, Laura. Thanks, my brother, letting us know we sound good. I turned it up, so it must have sounds good. <laughs> 13 to 7, 328 left to go in the first half. Raiders with the ball. They're going right to left on your internet radio dial. Too far, too near for Farrington. Farrington gets the snap. He's looking on that far side. Now he's going to get rushed and a booking on the sack in the backfield. That was, was it a booking or was it 15? It might have been Franks. That got in there. It was. It was Franks who got the sack. Good play. Good penetration in the backfield there, Bill. As coming off two defenders was Frank. Yeah, absolutely. That's something that uh, uh, Rowlett really needed right now. The problem with is Rowlett has no more timeouts left here in the first half. So, uh, North Garland, they really just want to run this clock out. Uh, you know, and they get a final possession, hopefully give them points while they do it. Second down and 16 for the Raiders. One far, two near, one lined up tight end. Dan, the ball off. <clears throat> the Rowlett Eagles say no way. It was King. Didn't get anywhere. And on the stop on the other side, I didn't touch it. It looked like number 15 again there, Bill. Was it Franks again? As well as Tito. More Tito than Franks, though. I don't know if see him out there. Number 18. Good point. Yeah, that's what I thought I had it. I just thought they had a Okay, so there we go. That brings up third down and 14. Play clock is down to seven. 
The time is two minutes. That's exactly what they're doing, Bill. And they're going to call timeout right before the uh, play time. So, quick break out on the field. We'll be this right is back. Sonny Clark, radio voice of your outlet. Eagles letting you know about Dave Watson and Baggy's web solution. For those that are in need of a website, make sure you come in contact with Dave as he will take a look at your needs, find out what is most important to you, and generate a great idea for your needs. Make sure you take the time to come in contact with Dave Watson. That's Dave five. 9324747 extension 101 baggies web solutions simple local perfect make sure you come in contact with baggies check them out too far too near for the raiders here they go pass over the middle ah in and out of the hands of the intended receiver parker and they just flip right up between two defenders, Bill. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And that's that little run, thing, uh, run catch that Parker should have had. And you know he's uh, at this point he doesn't able to catch that. He would have probably been able to get that stride and gotten the first down. So with that, it stops the clock with a minute 49 and not going having to punt. And a minute 49 gives the Eagles plenty of time if they move the ball down the field. That means they're going to have to put the ball up in the air. Because back is Hall. He's at his own 30-yard line. you got all 10. All 10 on the line trying to come at it. They get the ball off, and it's going to be handled right there. Hall bringing it near to the near side to the 39-yard line before he's brought down by the Raiders. Turn around there, young man. Let me catch that number. Starts with a two, Bill. Uh, it's actually number 62. Number 21 was on the stop there, Bill. 21 Neal. For the Raiders on the stop. Okay. Or did I miss it? Bill says I missed it. I probably missed it. So who was it? Number I saw uh, number 62, uh, um, James Curtis. Uh, Curtis. So it was one of those guys. But here it goes, the Eagles. Left to right on your internet radio down, first down to 10. They're on their own 34-yard line. They got a minute 39 to get this ball downfield. Too far, too near for the Eagles. Amos in the backfield. They're going to keep the same play. Let's see what Topal does. He's back to pass. He's looking to that far side. Puts up a bomb on the side over through the intended receiver out near the 30-yard line. Nice thought there, Bill, because that's what they got to do. They got to get the ball downfield. Yeah, you have to run. This is the first time that you had a def- uh, the defender actually went stride to stride with him and actually had a better play on the ball than the receiver. Good to see you, Chuck. Thanks for checking in, listening to the Couch Potato Sports Show. Rowlett Eagles down 13-3, to a minute 33 left to go in the first half. Too far, too near for the Eagles. Amos in the backfield. So, Paul, waiting on the snap, backing up off it are the Raiders. Let's see what happens. They get it in Amos' hand. Amos trying to fight around the block, and he doesn't get very far. Matter of fact, he might have lost one or two as the Eagles now now we're going to have to figure out with a minute and 20, and the clock is running because, like you said, Bill, no timeouts. Right. Neither uh, team has a timeout now. So I think uh, well, uh, with a third and long, I think they're just going to play it by if they can get the first down or not, and if not, just let the clock run down. This, this is the time. Go downfield. I mean, as good as a punt, go downfield, see what can happen. Too far, too near for the Eagles. Back in the backfield goes Amos. And Topal's directing a little traffic out there. Let's see what happens. They are. They're going deep down the field. And Topal's going to have to rush out of the rushing. He gets sucked from behind. As getting it on there, it was our guy, uh, Zoke, 
but that's what I'm calling him. Number one, Zoke. I, I can't pronounce the name, so that's his name. And a big-time sack brings up now fourth down for the Eagles. Well, and with the uh, play clock starting, there's only about a 10-second difference on it. So, uh, in a long run, it kind of worked out well for Ralph Ever because that ball kept uh, – or that clock kept running without with him not throwing the pass. So, Paul needs to make sure that this gets the Ralph roll um, at that line drive kick that he normally does when he takes the step back. It is fourth down play. Clock difference is seven seconds. So they're going to probably run it down, and maybe they'll even take the penalty before. Yep, they're going to. They're just going to take the penalty, and they'll back them up five. Or who called timeout? Well, I guess Rowlett had one left. And listen, the the. The, it did. It said that it did one, but I don't think we we timeouts. Boy, the Eagles get away with one. Uh, so there's a breakout on the football field, not because they want to, but that's just the way it is. We'll be right back. Finding the perfect home starts with Remax.com, featuring five million bedrooms, four million bathrooms, plus every detail ever. Find the listings you love and the agents who can get them at Remax.com. That's the sign of a Remax agent. Make sure you contact Lucy Massey for all your home buying or selling needs for homes in Dallas, Mesquite, Rockwall, Garland, Richardson, Forney, or Rowlett. Give her a call at 469-556-6364. That's 469-556-6364. I think the Eagles avoided disaster calling timeout when they didn't mm-hmm. have one on their bill. We were talking about it in the break. And welcome, welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. Eagles didn't get flagged for that. They didn't have a timeout. The clock said they had one, but they didn't. No, we kept track and uh, we're counting as uh, they went for both teams because yep. there's been a lot of timeouts here in the first half. So uh, I don't know. If uh, the clock up there just still kept the timeout on there and, and on the field they, they thought they still had it, I don't know. Never should do that. Kicking motion. High snap over Renna's head. They did not need that, and Renna just threw it away, so he didn't take the sack. And with five seconds left to go, that's exactly what the Raiders want. As the over-the-head snap, he throws it away. Good play there by Renna, but there is the Dickies barbecue yellow hanky out on the football field. What's this one saying? Well, they're going to call intentional grounding as he never got the ball back to the line of scrimmage. That's a good point. Is He does need to get it back to the line of scrimmage. So that's exactly what's going to happen. They get the loss of down, so they turn the ball over. This will be all about ball placement with the last five seconds left to go in the first half. Well, there, they're going to put that ball at where that uh, that play happens. So they're going to put the ball on the seven-yard line. Huge break for North Garland. Uh, two quick passes. They could get it off if they do two quick passes. Uh, uh, the uh, Raiders can do it. A couple of slants, they, they could do it if they do, but let's see if this will they're be the last play. They're going to line up for the double right. They're going to line up for the field goal instead of going for the seven. Eagles are lucky to dodge that forward because they could go for the seven. I'd almost think about doing it. But they haven't been able to move the ball either, so they bring on the kicking team, so it's going to be a 23-yard field goal, and he missed! Hit off the left upright, and they should have did the Sonny Clark, should have went for the, for the touchdown. But that's where they uh, that's where Rowlett uh, dodged uh, a little bit. No Garland had a great chance to uh, score some points right before the half. So what Bill's going to do, he's going to grab up the stats. I mean, here's what we're going to do during halftime. Okay, we're going to, they are bringing out the Rowlett Eagles band. We're going to get a quick box score update while they set that up, and we will go to the band. Hopefully, uh, Todd, if you're listening, let us know if you can hear the crowd noise, because if you can hear the crowd noise, you will hear the band. 
So what do we got going on there in the first half of the well, offensive-wise? Uh, stats are pretty uh, similar. As total yards for Raleigh has 145 yards, and North Garland has 150 yards. So the numbers are pretty close to each other. A little uh, same on the rushing. Rushing, there's only nine yard difference as Raleigh has 73, and uh, North Garland has uh, 82. So uh, very uh, similar passing. 72 yards for Raleigh and 68 yards for North Garland. Individuals. Uh, to Paul right now is five for 15 for 72 yards here in the first half. Uh, uh, Rushing-wise, Chelsea Amos has seven carries, no net yards. Wow, zero net yards. And DePaul has five uh, attempts for 10 yards. On the receiving side of it, Jerry Evans leading the way with three receptions with 32 yards. And Antonio Hall has two receptions for 40 yards. On uh, North Island, on the Raiders' side, uh, Peyton Farrington, is uh, five for eleven with sixty-eight yards so far in the first uh, through the first half. On the Russian side, Sabron uh, Woods has eight attempts for thirty-four yards. Trey Taylor has six attempts for twenty-eight yards. Uh, Abinama has two attempts for eighteen yards and has both touchdowns. Barrington has two uh, rushes for two yards. On the receiving side of it, Henson has one uh, one catch for twenty-six yards. Duke Parker has one catch for twenty-five yards. And Raphael Alice has three catches for 17 yards. So I'm switching microphones as I put my microphone on the noisemaker. So hopefully you can hear the 2018 Wow Eagles versus the Marching Band. Time where the Wild Eagles are down 17 to 3, as well as halftime, and they're going to be uh, doing the game for When it goes to North Garden, we'll go into our halftime show. The Wild Eagles version of Get Ready.
yeah, it's been a real struggle, and I think uh, I don't know if so much. Uh, there is nothing that beats good home cooked barbecue. Since 1941, Dickey's Barbecue has done all the cooking, and you take all the credit. Whether you want real Texas brisket, Virginia ham, southern pulled pork, or fall off the bone ribs. Dickey's Barbecue is the place to go. Choose from our favorite sides of barbecue beans, creamy coleslaw, potato salad, jalapeno beans, and many more. Come see us today at our Rowlett location, 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110, in the Target Shopping Center. Whether you want to eat in or take it home, we will fix you up. Don't forget, for your next event, call the catering guy at 972-345-6424. That number again is 972-345-6424. Come visit us today at 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. Also, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dickies Rowlett. For lip-smacking, rib-tickling, knee-slapping, foot-stomping, great-tasting barbecue, come see us at Dickies Barbecue today. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience. So roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contracting. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullet at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Chain Lee's Taekwondo in Rowlett. At Chain Lee's Taekwondo, we specialize in all types of Taekwondo, and you can also sign up for free instruction classes. That's Chain Lee's Taekwondo, modern training with traditional values. Check out our website for grand opening specials or one-month Taekwondo classes for $49. That's at Chang Lee's Taekwondo, located at 2212 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 100 in Rowlett, or give them a call at 963-506-4483, or check them out on the web at www.mychanglees.com. Be 
Tuesday and take it for a ride? Check out Costco Insurance, serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Costco Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road where we make insurance fun. Or check us out on the web at costoinsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? Bro, I'm just uh, catching up on uh, other games within the district right now. Do you do what I just yeah, we can never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Coslo Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett, or check them out on the web at CosloInsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? Minus one. The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement who fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It's simply not a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, my firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Social Security Maximization, please give our office a call today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nestegadvice.com. And welcome back into the halftime show of your Rowlett Eagles as they're taking on the North Garland Raiders. Live from Williams Stadium in Garland, Texas, I am Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio as we are here. We, I, I'm not sure we should have went first if you go by the basics, okay? We might have jumped directly into the Rowlett Eagles varsity band, so hopefully we got that off. If we didn't and you're hearing this right away, that means for some reason we had a problem with trying to get the actual um, crowd noise uh, for the game. And that happens over at Williams Stadium as Williams Stadium, a little bit older where we're at. Because we're not over, like if you're Williams Stadium and you look over and you're, you're looking at that big, big building on the other side of the football field, we're not over there. In fact, if you turn around, look in the shed shack behind you, we're on the far right-hand side uh, for the game. That's where we're actually calling tonight's action um, as far as the game tonight as your Raleigh Eagles taking on the North Garland Raiders. And how about the Raiders? What a story. You can say whatever you want, and it, it doesn't matter. And I've talked to a lot of people. It doesn't matter what kind of games these were. These were out-of-district games without question for North Garland. Those out-of-district games were not the, the, hard, the, hard, the hardest out-of-district games, not by any stretch. But that having been said, the North Garland Raiders got a week number one victory in district. And you say whatever you want about the 4-0. The three games before that really were irrelevant. 
when it comes to the standings of this district of football. Of course, that is uh, 6A, and we're in District 2, just to let everybody know. So when your Eagles jump off to a nice start, 45-21 victory over McKinney Boyd, that was over at the new McKinney ISD Stadium, a beautiful stadium over there. So the Eagles got off to the quick start, 45-21. to 21. No problems at that game. The problem started at the second game as your Rowlett Eagles were over at Rockwall as they were going to take on the Rockwall Yellow Jackets. Well, Sonny got there early enough. It was shining and everything. I took a picture and everything. But then the clouds started coming in. Then the lightning started coming in. Folks, it's not even about the rain. It's about the lightning. And the lightning was just going on. That game was to kick off at 7.30 on a Thursday night. So understand that one thing, a Thursday night football game, um, number one. Number two, kicking off late uh, for that night, another problem. And number three, the curfew. They can't have anybody on the grounds as far as fans and kids and stuff like that at midnight. So with the curfew in effect, they decide to go ahead and cancel out that game because of weather. We turned around and had weather problems as the Rowlett Eagles were over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium taking on the Plano Wildcats. That one almost didn't go off, but it did go off. But unlike in tonight's show, uh, tonight's game, uh, we didn't hear the band. The band was all set and ready to go, but too much weather, too much lateness, and they only did a 12-minute halftime. So, unfortunately, the marching band could not play. Same thing happened last week as the Eagles were taking on the name of Forest Rangers over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. Yet more weather, yet more lightning, yet almost not getting this one off, and that would have been horrible. And, folks, there's also rules and regulations that if for some reason they can't get the game off they, in district, they got to replay them. But the problem with that is, is that if the game is on a Friday night, uh, they don't play games on Sunday, so the game would happen on a Monday night, which in turn would mess up the schedule. So it's very imperative for these games to go off on time, if at all possible. And that's what they did as they kicked that game off a little bit late as well. It was close to 9 o'clock, and the Eagles got a victory over the name of Forest Rangers, 48-14, to be undefeated to this point, as the Rowland Eagles are taking on North Garland here tonight. Another football team that was undefeated coming into tonight's game. And really, if you look at the stats and the numbers, they were neck and neck as far as points allowed per game. They were around 39 um, uh, points allowed per game. Uh, the difference was is that the North Garland Raiders only given up 11 points per game. The Rowlett Eagles given up 17. Again, go back to the type of district they're playing, doesn't matter. North Garland came in last week and got their victory in the first week of district. But tonight, another uh, point of stats in tonight's game, depending on where we are here at halftime, is the, the halftime show is pre-recorded. The Raiders only give uh, or they gain 396 yards a game. So if you're looking at this, if they're near 200 yards of total offense, that's the Raider game team that we're used to seeing. 
Um, the Rowlett Eagles, they average 307 yards. So if they're around 150, 153, they're about where they are. So depending on where they are at halftime, and we'll take a look at these stats when we come out of this break and see where all that works, but that, that's where it is. So the Eagle Eye, when we're done here, we'll come in and give you a look at all the stats that are happening right here at the game. So we'll go over those stats after we're done with our break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Yards allowed per game, the Raiders only giving up 189. Your Rowlett Eagles giving up uh, 243, so a difference of about 50 yards uh, throwing it. Now, looking at the numbers of the season leaders to this point, uh, on the other side, when you when you look at Peyton Farmington, uh, I marked that, Farrington, 654 total yards. He's 38 of 77 with six touchdowns. Uh, the other side, the running side of this football team, there's a lot of guys that are uh, rushing the football. But say Bron Woods is leading the team with 600 and mark that 464 yards um, and of uh, rushing, he's got eight touchdowns. He's averaging 8.5 yards per carry. So the Eagles hopefully within the first half of this game has taken on that challenge to make sure that that is one that they don't have to worry about. And then Nick Matthews leading the team in reality as far as receiving yards. He's got 11 receptions, 217 yards, averaging 20 yards a catch and two touchdowns. So depending on that situation, they can look at your Rowlett Eagles. Again, this is only after three games. Um, Chase Tupal, he is 41 of 72 passing for 448 yards and four touchdowns. Chauncey Amos, 302 yards on the ground. He's averaging close to seven yards per carry. He has also got five touchdowns. He probably should have seven, maybe eight, depending upon a couple at the beginning of the season that were not called touchdowns or whatever the case may be. And then on the other side, four touchdowns with 17 receptions and 216 yards for Jerry Evans. So those are your stat leaders to this point. That having been said, big-time game going on here tonight and other games that are going on around in this area, just to let everybody know, as your Rowlett Eagles and, of course, the um, the North Garland Raiders are undefeated. There are other things and other games that are going on tonight, and let's take a look at that because of the – and we'll take a quick look at the standings in – Second district, uh, uh, mark that district 10 in region two as where it was. So, that having been said, Rowlett, North Garland, um, all undefeated. So is are the Garland Owls as they got a victory in their first game in district. Uh, Saxe got their first win in district. They're 1 and 0 as well. Um, so, South Garland, Lakeview, Wiley. And the name of Forest Rangers all um, 01 in the in the district. So that having been said, as the name of Forest Rangers um, are the team the Rowlett Eagles met last week, this week 
it is the North Garland Raiders. So, um, and actually, take a look at some of the games that are coming up. Uh, next week, South Garland is at Rowlett, so we get the Colonels. We get those guys on a Thursday night over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. Then North Garland takes on the Naaman Forest uh, Rangers um, at Williams Stadium um, on Thursday as well. So those are just the games that are going on right now uh, that are coming up. And then, of course, there's two games on Friday night uh, within district. So that is what we're looking at as far as your Rowlett Eagles are concerned. We are here at the halftime show. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll come back with the eagle-eyed Bill Cerna as he has an idea what's going on with the stats up to this point as we're getting ready to kick off the second half of your Rowlett Eagles as they are taking on the North Garland Raiders here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. This is Sonny Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Baggies Web Solution. Do you need a website but not sure where to start? Baggies will listen to your needs, find out what's important to you, and provide a game plan to help you and your business succeed. So call Baggies Web Solution at 214-431-4291 or find them on the web at baggies47.com. Baggies Web Solution. Simple. Local. Perfect. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Baggies Web Solution. Why should you choose Baggies Web Solution? We believe in giving our client the ultimate in flexibility. We only use the industry standard software, providing you with almost limitless options when configuring your website and email. Want to use WordPress? No problem. Want to use Google Apps for email? No problem. So call Baggies Web Solution at 214-431-4291 or find them on the web at baggies47.com. Baggies Web Solution. Simple. Local. Perfect. This is Sunday Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300, or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are, as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online, budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. Newly constructed, this lovely colonial couple features charming design and an asymmetrical roof. Household comes pre-furnished with one full cat and two sets of matching parents. Bright accents and pleasant decor. Perfect for the right agent with the right listing. Remax agents are more recommended because they recommend what's right for you. That's the sign of a Remax agent. Make sure you contact Lucy Massey for all your home buying or selling needs for homes in Dallas, Mesquite, Rockwall, Garland, Richardson, Forney, or Rowlett. Give her a call at 469-556-6364. That's 469 Five five six sixty three sixty four. 
Built in 2004, this Midwestern family boasts strong foundations with sunny interiors. Plus, two twin-sized girls, one fixer-upper son, and one built-in bloodhound. Also comes attached with walk-in in-laws, located just around the corner. Perfect for the right agent with the right listing. Remax agents are more recommended because they recommend what's right for you. That's the sign of a Remax agent. Make sure you contact Lucy Massey for all your home buying or selling needs. For homes in Dallas, Mesquite, Rockwall, Garland, Richardson, Forney, or Rowlett, give her a call at 469-556-6364. That's 469-556-6364. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles asking, are you dealing with unpleasant smells or odors in your home? Is there a foul odor that you just can't find? Your best bet is to contact my friend Michael Smith of Lone Star State Mitigation. Mike is an expert when dealing with pet odors, urine, smoke, or unpleasant smells that you just can't pinpoint. He's also an expert in dealing with issues after a pipe bursts in your home or an emergency that causes damage. You need to contact Mike at Lone Star State Mitigation. Give him a call at 469-360-2997. Lone Star State Mitigation, restoring the calm after the storm. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Perfection Body Sculpting. Are you tired of seeing those love handles? Or do you just want to change your own image of yourself for a new you? Make sure you check into Perfection Body Sculpting, located in the heart of Rowlett. A $69 initial consolation fee includes a 30-minute session of Laser Lipo. So start the New Year's off with a new amazing special from Perfection Body Sculpting. And remember, your goals are our highest priority. Contact Tammy at 214-735-8519 or visit them on the web at www.perfectionsbodysculpt.com. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. It always happens. 6 p.m. on a Saturday night and your heater or air conditioner goes out. What are you going to do? All the heating and air conditioning people are closed. How about 24-hour service available at 5-star HVAC contractors? You can be sure to be serviced amazingly fast. That's 5-star HVAC contractors serving Rowlett 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 214-457-8441. Call the experts at 5-star HVAC contractors. Let Spirit Outfitters be your home for any of your specialty needs. Spirit Outfitters can do it all. Whether it's screen printing, custom apparel, spirit gifts, or embroidery, Spirit Outfitters has you covered. Need personalized apparel? We can do that. Want something just for you? We can do that also. 
Spirit Outfitters will let your imaginations run wild. Give them a call at 972-412-3440 or visit their showroom at 3538 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 101 in Rowlett. Or check them out on the web as well at thespiritoutfitters.com. never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Coslow Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett, or check them out on the web at coslowinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? Eagles are all over it as it looked like I thought 
it was an incomplete pass, but evidently he had it in his hand long enough to call it a reception. He's lucky it bounced right back up into his hands. There goes the Bukin off again. Well, and, uh, yeah, Bukin's still hurting uh, from last week's injury. And uh, that ball was thrown, and the receiver had his back to us, so we couldn't tell what he did. Catch it, reach down, so I wonder if he just dropped it, but was able to recatch it before it hit the ground. That's the only thing I can guess, as no whistle was blown. Loss of four on that last play. So it's second down and 14, ball on their own 24-yard line. As the Raiders have a man in motion, they go ahead, give it to the jet sweep, trying to get around the corner, find the alley, takes it down to the 30-yard line. The gain of about, yeah, I would say about six, depending on the spot. And on the stop for your rally, Eagles number 10, and that was Hines as well as number 44 on the stop also against Seals. Well, this is what Rally want to do. They wanted to, to force a third and long, and they got it with third and eight. Third and eight. Too far. Mark that. Three far, one near for the Raiders. See what they draw up here. The Eagles are playing off of the guys in the middle, so they're kind of looking for that slant in the middle. Let's see what happens. It's Farmington. Farmington, back to pass, over the middle. Tried to place it in the hands. I mean, if he could have walked out there and handed it to Ellis, I think that's what he was wanting to do. Over through the intended receiver, brings that fourth down. Well, and uh, he also had a little bit of chance to win with that ball. He was, you know, with third and eight, he had a good chance to at least pick up six, seven, and maybe even that first down. Getting a little cool in here, but that's cool. That's the good thing. I like it. I'm cool. Nice and cool. All right, that brings up now fourth down. So the Eagles are going to have to punt it. Hall is back for you. Wild Eagle Eagles standing at his own 35-yard line. Back snap. Here come the Eagles, and they get a foot on it. And, and they give it out to about the 41-yard line. So, Bill, in reality, 11-yard kick as the Eagles got in there really quick off the bad snap and prevented him from getting a good kickoff. It went off the side of his foot and went here to the near side. Now the Eagles did exactly what they wanted to do on the defensive side of the ball. Now it's time for the offensive well, side. This is the momentum to Rowlett needs. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't block that ball as that ball was snapped on the ground, which uh, waved off uh, the rough in the kicker. So they were able to go in there at full charge. And I don't know how they missed the ball, but uh, uh, yeah, kicker just went off a size of his foot and only had 11 yard punt. First down and 10 for the Rowlett. Eagles down the 41 yard line of the Raiders. Three far, one near for the Eagles. So let's see what they draw up here. Amos is in the backfield with Paul. To Paul waiting on the snap. A little play action. To Paul right across the middle on the slam. Oh, in and out of the hands of Hall. He wanted that. He was wide open and unable to bring that one in. Well, and he's holding that hand down like uh, he, there's something wrong with that hand. Uh, he's still uh, uh, showing the coaches that hand that uh, should have got the ball. But uh, once again, a drop pass, and uh, he had some open uh, room uh, right at the middle of the field. Gone are the days of Stickham because that's what was needed there. Two far, two near for the Eagles in the backfield. There's Amos. Man in motion is uh, the wide receiver. That is Evans. He's going to take it around on the jet, get around the corner, breaks a tackle, down to the 30, now down to the 25-yard line. And that play just took forever to go. But what it was is breaking the tackles, nice blocking down the field for the Rowland Eagles. Yeah, and great patience by Evans as uh, he ran that sweep, and he was able just to wait for his blockers to set up and, and have the patience for them to uh, to lead those blocks and him to get down the sideline. Messing tackles as well. So the Eagles, first down and 10, ball on the 26-yard line of the Raiders. Eagles going right to left on your internet radio dial. They're in their all-white uniforms on the road, burgundy letters. Here we go, too far, too near for the Eagles. Here comes the Paul. Quick pass. It's 
out of the hands of the intended receiver, Evans, and Zoak was there along with number 27 on the other side. That was Williams uh, on the coverage for the Raiders. Yeah, that's just, uh, that, I think that one's on to Father. Uh, he threw it behind him, and the receivers had to try to turn around to get that ball, and it was just a little bit too tough there. 9.36 left to go in the third quarter, 13-3 in favor of the Raiders. The Eagles are threatening too far too near. So, Paul, back to pass here. Gets the ball into the hand of King. He catches it at the 20. He's going to be pushed out of bounds at the 15-yard line. King being more involved with the offense as well as the kickoffs as well. And the Eagles right now on a good uh, drive. But a Dickies barbecue yellow hanky out on the football field. What's going on there, Bill? I think they're going to roughen the passer. That's exactly what it is. Uh, roughen the passer, which is going to add to that, uh, to that uh, reception. And so that will give the Eagles first down and goal. Because they'll probably take that down to, yep, there it is. At the seven-yard line, first down and goal for the Eagles at the seven-yard line. 9.30 left to go. The Eagles threatening. They're trying to get up there and bring it within three. Well, and uh, Sonny, I can already see here and feel the change of environment with the fans here on the right side as they're really – getting into the game now and making some noise. A little bit louder, and uh, the momentum is definitely swung over to the rally. Even you. You just seem so vibrant. Watch out. For the Raleigh Eagles on the switch windows, so I can see what's going on. Two in the backfield for the Raleigh Eagles. That's Expo as well as Amos in the backfield. One far, two near. Here we go. Topal waiting on the staff. They're going to get a Dickie's Barbecue yellow hanky out on the football field. Now back up the Eagles on the fall. And they're going to get D-line Romero on that as he moved early on. It took a long time for that snap to happen. Well, that's something you don't want to do when you get the momentum coming your way. You're now within the 10-yard line, and to get a, a silly penalty like that is not good. First down and goal from the 13-yard line for the Eagles. Same uh, lineup, one far too near two in the backfield. Here's the Paul. Back to pass. Going into the corner. It's batted away by the Raiders. Good play in the uh, in the early part of the end zone, number 13 for the Raiders on that coverage. That was Matthews playing both sides of the ball. Well, great job by Matthews to use utilize the position on the field where they were at as really he used that sideline to his advantage um, to uh, break, away, uh, break up that pass. Second down and goal from the 13-yard line. Eagles in that same lineup, one far too near, two in the backfield, Trying to see if that's Expo. I'm trying to see if he'll turn a little bit more. It's either Hunt or Expo, 23 or 26. We'll see if we'll get that number. Back to passes to Paul. So, Paul, putting it in the corner, just out of the reach of Evans. As a nice thought there, it was Hunt and uh, Mark that Expo in the backfield. That's going to bring up third down and goal. And that was a nice thought there, just a little bit too far into the corner. That's right. He tried putting the back of the corner, and uh, that was a, a great pass, but just a little bit too much there on that. All right, so that brings up, hey, good to see you, Marilyn. No, no, no. I got this on. I got these on purpose with the headphones. I got these on purpose. So here we go. It is. Third down and goal from 13-yard line. Too far, one near for the Eagles. Two in the backfield. That's X, uh, Expo and Amos. And the Raiders backing off because they were threatening blitz. Back to passes to Paul. Here comes the rush. The Paul's going to have to take off with it. He's to the 10-yard line, and he gets popped up there at the 10-yard line really good. And on the stop on the other side, that was number two 
and that was King on the stop. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, uh, you know, that's going to bring up a fourth and ten, or fourth and goal from the ten, which uh, Rally's going to bring up their field goal uh, team and see if they can bring it down to a one-possession game. Yeah, that's what they're going to try to do. Now put them at six. So it'll be 13 to six if this is successful. It is going to be a 26-yard field goal for Rena, and Rena trying to keep the Eagles in this ball game with his foot. Waiting on the snap. There's a snap. Kick goes up and it goes downtown for the Wild Eagles. So the Eagles get another three points. It is not seven. That having been said, though, the Eagles do cut into the lead. It's 13 to six with eight minutes and 30 seconds left to go here in the third quarter. There's a breakout on the football field. That means there's going to be a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Wild Eagles radio network. We will be right back as soon as I can push that button right there. There may have been a time when the ups and downs of the stock market were exciting, but if you're retired or near retirement, for you that time has passed. A predictable return, a predictable income and security may not be exciting, but your needs have changed. When you're ready for a more predictable instead of exciting financial plan, call Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, where we specialize in crafting financial strategies that aren't exciting, but effective. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Visit them on the web at nesteggadvice.com or give them a call at 972-412-6064 to schedule your free, no-obligation consultation. All right, we are back at Williams Stadium. The King Eagle Live along with me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. And uh, we're all set and ready to go here. Can't wait to get down there either. we got a game next week, and then I'm in Arizona for the bye week. What are you doing for the bye week? There you go. Kick goes up high. And it's going to go out of bounds. And not only do they get that field position, it's the extra five yards that the ball didn't stay in bounds. And so they'll tack another five on that. They'll probably put that one at the 29-yard line. Yeah, you know what? I Yeah, see if you can get the, the turnover possibilities out there as well. So, all right, so the Raiders have the ball first down and 10. They're going to start at their own 30-yard line. So the Eagles need to come out and do what they did just coming out of halftime, which is put the hammer down on the defense. Four, four, and running the Wildcat. Thank you, Bill. Running the Wildcat are the Raiders. They get the snap, and it's going directly to Woods. He goes around to the near side, and the Rowlett Eagles pretty snuffed that one out as on the stop initially, number 40 for your Rowlett Eagles put the initial hit. That was Willis along with Myers and Hines on the stop. That's going to bring up second down. Maybe they got, uh, what do you say there about Bill, about five, four, five, about five yards. So it brings up second down and five. They need to get to the 45-yard line. They're on the 35, so it is. Second down and five. One far, one near. It's actually two near. And that man's going to go in motion. They give it into the hands of Matthews, who's trying to get around the corner. This is the ball, but is able to pick it up. It gained about two. The Eagles had an opportunity there, but Matthews, who plays both sides of the ball, just got a little lazy and lost the handle. Well, and he was he was getting ready to turn that corner, and he saw an opening there. If he hangs on the ball, he might have picked up big yardage. 
So that brings up third down and three for the Raiders. The ball's on their own 37-yard line. The Eagles need to put out a stiff defense here, and I'm I'm looking to see them bring the house because it looks like they are going to throw the ball. Farrington's going to be back in shotgun. Two, one far, one man in motion. They're going to reset it. Farrington hands it off. Woods trying to find and sneak the way up there, and the Rowlett Eagles say, that ain't happening. Oh, and the ball's on the ground. The Eagles say they have it. Let's wait for the call. The Eagles I will let us know about that. No, they're saying that the runner was down. It will be fourth and one, though. It will be fourth and one. So they needed to get the ball to the 40-yard line. So they're one yard short. They're going to bring in the kicking unit. So Hall's going to go back for the Eagles. And this is where Rowlett needs to be careful and watch that ball. Watch the fake, exactly. That's well, because not the fake, but just the, the hard count, too. I, I'm looking fake. They actually have some momentum here. And there's an up man right there, so the Eagles need to watch out for it. So let's see what happens. There's going to be a breakout on the football field because there's a timeout. Quick timeout. We'll be back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. This is right Sunday now. Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online, budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. Stadium, Sonny Clark, along with the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna. The Eagles down 13 to 6 with 6.26 left to go in the third quarter. The Eagles now uh, get the ball back if they actually end up kicking it. So let's see what happens here on fourth down. They're actually lined up as they are going to go for it, Bill. And they got the whole business up front. They're set up for the Wildcat. Definitely. Well, actually, Farrington is under center. So let's see what happens and watch the. they're trying to get them on the hard count. Yeah, they are. That's exactly what Bill was talking about when we went. If you were watching on the Facebook Live, we were talking about that. They tried to get the Raleigh Eagles to jump. Hey, Austin Tolliver, good to see you, my friend. As they check in, they hand the ball off. Woods pushing it, gets the first down, and then some. He's going to take it down to the 45-yard line. A game of about actually seven on that play, and that's all they did there, Bill, is they put the hands in the ball of the guy that runs the ball for him. That was Wood. Well, and uh, like I mentioned earlier, you have two running backs uh, there. You have one that's finesse that's going to dance a little bit and uh, try to find some holes. This one, uh, Woods is just going to burrow down, and he's, he's going to hit you as hard as you hit him. Only needed one. He figured they could fall forward. Here we go. Two far, two near for the North Garland Raiders, who have the lead 13 to 6. 557 left to go in the third quarter. Barrington back in shotgun with two far, two near one in the backfield. That's a false start. Dickie's barbecue yellow hanky out on the football field. And they're going to say it goes up against Ellis, the wide receiver, who is. A little antsy with his feet. Yeah, he was ready to jump out on that route. So you you, you kind of know who is probably the one that the ball is going to be going to. He probably had the opportunity. So these guys on the near side, which would be Ellis as well as number two, King, 
We'll watch out for them, see if they get the ball. The Eagles are on man-to-man on those two wide receivers. No one actually protecting deep. So let's see what happens. If they get past them, it could get ugly. Ferenson, pass across the middle, just behind the wide receiver right at midfield. I can't see who that was intended for on the far side, but the Eagles were able to get up on that ball immediately, and that's going to bring up second down and 15 for the Raiders. Well, that was, uh, I attended for Duke Parker on that, and uh, he was just a quick slant in, but that ball was just put at his ankles. So that brings up now second down and 15 for the Raiders. The defense for the Raleigh Eagles are – Playing man, I mean, there's nobody back if, the, if someone gets behind a backer. So here comes the jet sweep to the near side. And boom! Hello! The Rowland Eagles number eight, Henderson, just well, crashed the ball. Running back and the ball is loose. Let's see what they're going to call here. And that was, if I had the sound by that song, boom, man, that was, that was a locomotive hit. Boom, there it is. Holy smoke. And, and uh, yeah, showing the replay, the ball did come loose, but he was able to come. Uh, Great tackle, too. And that was Carrington Henson with, with the run, and uh, he did fumble the ball, but he was able to get back up underneath it. Henderson wrapped him up perfect, too. He hit the ball as he tackled him, which in turn jarred the ball loose. Ball, ball loose. And they had an opportunity at it. That brings up third down and 14. There's going to be a timeout on the football field. So a quick breakout on the football field. We'll be back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Raleigh Eagles Radio Network. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullen at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. Yeah, definitely. That's what I'm talking. Uh, Austin Tolliver, former wide receiver for the Allen Wranglers, good friend of mine. Yeah, no safety help. If they get behind the, the, the defenders and they get a good throw from uh, Farrington, this game could change in an instant, though, because they are not getting any help back in the backfield. No, and, uh, no but I think uh, Riley has the confidence with their cornerbacks. Um, to keep them underneath so then that way they can't get over the top on them. Ah, it's Tammy from Perfections Body Sculpting. Good to see you. All right, here comes third down and 14 for the Raiders as they do play action. Here comes Wade Sachs-Ferrington back at the 32-yard line. And, boy, thanking he had his man on the near side that he wanted to get the ball to. We were talking about him getting past the safety. That's what would have happened there if he was able to let that one go. Well, and, and what was happening was that the, the tight end was doing a tight end release, and he didn't block the defender low enough before he released. All right, hold back. Everybody on the line from the Eagles. Here they come. Bring in the house, but the ball gets off. It's launched. It's going to take a Raider bounce, 
and it's going to roll all the way to the 26-yard line. I, I saw it hit a yeah. defender, but yeah, the, it hit the defender about the 40-yard line. So, yeah. um, but they're calling down on the 25. But I think the officials are going to talk about it. Yeah, because they hit him right. If there's a there's an official right there on the far side. Yeah, that's right. Right. He threw the bag too. There. Yeah, yeah. They're, okay, good. So they're actually going to set it up at the 41-yard line. Yeah, that's where it hit him as the ball was in the air. It took a Raider hop and rolled back to the 25-yard line, but it hit the Raider defender at the 41-yard line. So the Eagles dodged that bullet, and and not only that, but a big saving was it's like getting a penalty, a 15-yard penalty there. No, you're absolutely right, because that ball was going to roll that direction no matter what. Four minutes left to go. The Eagles down 13-6 to here in the third quarter. Three near one far in the wide receiver position for your Eagles. So falls in the backfield, has a most right there. So Paul waiting on that snap. He gets it. Play action pass to Paul. Puts the ball in the air. It's caught wide open at the 35-yard line, not to the 30. Trying to dance around. Look at him dances Evans. Evans is finally pushed out of bounds at the, it looks like about the 23-yard line. And on the stop on the other side, that was goodness. Yeah, and that was a great out uh, about 15 yards down the field. Wasn't defended a lot. Matter of fact, he turned down the field expecting him to have a defender there. Uh, and he had some open lanes, but uh, once after that, he took it on, on his own, and it was about five tackles before he was actually pushed out of bounds. Evans was going to go out of bounds, but he saw that it was wide open, so he just turned and went up the field. Three far, one near four year Eagles. As back to passes to Paul, he's looking to that near side. Fails to pull it, caught, touchdown! Wow, and Eagles home, what a bullet! Thrown there by Topal. Wait till you see the instant replay because that was sweet. Well, and great job of the offensive line to give him the time to get hauled down the field as he was able to uh, split the defenders. Look at this pass, and he throws a bullet right there where Hall could only catch it. Well, that was nice. Once again, Hall kind of bobbled that as he went. I think, uh, you know, I think right now he's got the unsure fingers. And he needs to get some of that stickum. Do you still have stickum there, Austin? Kick goes up and it goes downtown for the Rowlett Eagles. And they have tied this ball game up at 13. That extra missed point for the Raiders coming back to haunt the Raiders. So the Eagles have tied it up with three minutes and 40 seconds left to go here in the third quarter. Breakout on the football field means a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. And your Rowlett Eagles. Radio Network. We'll be right back. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. I'm telling you right now, Bill, I'm worried about the no safety help on that one-on-one that's going on. If Barrington gets that ball up in the air, the Eagles got to make sure that they defend and defend well. They've done it here tonight. Tied up at 13 with 3, 40 left to go in the third quarter. High kick. 
and it's going to be handled right at the 30-yard line. Going to come to the near side? Nope, the Eagles wrap it up at the 25-yard line. So the Eagles move the Raiders back. Good coverage down the field for your Rowland Eagles, number 44, and that was Young Seals on the stop for the Eagles. Well, I know all momentum right now is on Rowland. You can see it on them. You can see it in the stands. You can see it uh, uh, out on the field as right now. Uh, they've got everything going for them. So you want to keep your composure, not give up that big play, and uh, just keep uh, keep that our defense off as much the field as much as possible. As, you know, they spent most of the second quarter on the field. Yep. So let's see what happens here. As they are, they're still in that man nose back. I'm just worried about that. As uh, I know. Farrington has a good arm. They go ahead, hand it to Woods. Woods on the near side. And how about Wade? Wade just says, if you're going to run the ball, you better make sure that you get around me because he's got like nine tackles here tonight. Good job by Wade. Well, and you're talking about the um, the secondary. They are playing man, and they don't have a safety back, but these these uh, uh, defensive backs are actually playing off as soon as that ball is snapped. So they are giving a cushion. So they're, like I said before, they're keeping everything underneath. See if they can turn those hips quick enough. Here's Farrington. He's got a man in the backfield. Two mere, one fire for the Raiders. Snap. Play action. It's going to go deep down the field. has got a man right there. Good play on the ball by Wesley as he stuck that hand out. He just followed the ball. That was sweet. That's a perfect example of what I was talking about. They're giving that cushion. They're going to run down the field with them. And as long as you're, you're turning when the ball's coming, you're playing it right. That's, you're going to be, a, a, be making good defensive plays. That was a good defensive play there by Wesley. Brings up second down and nine. Third 13, down and nine. Third down and nine. I was looking at the scoreboard, 13 to three, and I looked down, and it is third down and nine. 252 left to go in this third quarter. Eagles have the momentum. Let's see if they can stop them here on third down. Too far, too near for the Raiders. Back to pass. Bennington, nice little floater to the corner. This time the Eagles get, get turned around, and that's what happened. He was turning just as he saw the eyes widening from the wide receivers. There was a little too far. And, and once again, he was playing good defense. He had good positioning on him. He just didn't turn around. Yep. Got to turn around. You got to turn around in the right time. Um, if you're a little late, they end up getting the Dickies barbecue yellow hanky out on the football field. Not only that, it gives them the first down and moves the ball up to the 42-yard line for a first down and 10 for the North Island Raiders. Yeah, and then that's, a, that's a tough penalty. As that would have brought his fourth and nine deep in their own territory. Yeah, and see if the Eagles can hold on to not letting that last play define this drive for the Raiders. So if the Eagles can hold off here, it's first down and 10. So let's see what the Eagles do as they go ahead, hand it off, pushing it up as Woods. And the ball could almost close to the ground as the Rowland Eagles were out there fairly quickly. We're trying to get a number. They're hard to see because they are set. There's number 14 on the other side for the stop. That was Henson. So that brings up. No, that was uh, Wade on the stop. Wade on the stop. Yep, looking at the wrong side. So here comes second down and seven after the game of three. Back to pass. Farrington has that cushion. Throws it to the side. That was a great play on the ball by mm-hmm. by uh, Wesley. As the ball was coming into the bread basket, he got his arm around his side, and he just knocked that ball away at the last Well, Well, no problem. The scene what you were seeing with, uh, with the man-on-man with no uh, safeties. Yep. Um, and and uh, so they're trying to go down the field a little bit, but good job by the Rowlett defenders. As they're, uh, they're going uh, side-by-side with them and not giving them any, uh, any openings. Third down and seven. Watch out 
for the slant here, right in the middle. See if they get it. Back pass. Nope. They go ahead. Hand off. Woods trying to get around the corner. Ah! ah at Eagles again. Henderson, who makes the big play earlier in the game, comes up with a good stop right here. Even a loss of a couple. Yeah, no, absolutely. And they're bringing out the playing team. And we're lucky now with the kicking struggles that uh, North Golden has had. Uh, this is definitely a, a plus for Raleigh. So, you know, the, the snaps on the on the kicks have been uh, really uh, difficult for North Carolina. So let's see if uh, Raleigh can capitalize. Oh, back at his own 25-yard line. Raiders going to kick this away. That snap over the head. Here come the Eagles trying to get down up on the ball, and they do. They get down there. It was Wade who stopped them from going any further. The only problem on that play, Bill, is he went with his head. He's lucky there wasn't a flag there because he went head-to-head with the uh, – the uh, kick went too well. The advantage that they had was that he was he wasn't going to hit. He wasn't going for the kicker. He was going for the ball on the ground, but he did leave with his head. Yeah, it led so, with the head. You know what? Snap bullet. North Carolina kicking. The last three times they they uh, snap around ball to to the kicker. They probably told him get that ball up. Now this time he went a little bit too far. Launched it <laughs> too far, too near for the Eagles. First down and ten at the Raiders' 16-yard line. Too far, too near for the Eagles. Amos in the backfield. So Paul's going to keep it on the option. Finds a little seam, pushes it down to the five-yard line. So he gets the first down. The Eagles are first and goal. And that was just a read. He could have uh, panicked really quick there, Bill, and pitched it, but he didn't. Well, a great job as as, uh, he uh, took that defensive end out to the pitch and was able to cut back inside. Goodness on the stop for the Raiders on the other side. Here we go. First down and goal from the five. One far, two near for the Eagles. Hand it off. Amos pushing, trying to get it down there. He does near the two-yard line. So I'll bring up second down for the Eagles. Amos has got a couple of touchdowns taken off of the board. So he's got like four. He should have like six or seven. They're going to try to get him the ball again. Here's second down and goal from the two. Eagles tied up, trying to take the lead with 54 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Two near, one far. In the wide receivers, two in the backfield. Hand it off. Trying to push it over there and trying to get in. Let's say touchdown. Wow. And Eagles, and it was Expo on the catch. And he just used those big shoulders to get into the end zone. Right. He just pushed that defense line into the end zone. They, they uh, wrapped him up around the two-yard line. He just pushed him inside the, uh, inside the goal line. Good to see the effort, and there's, it's like a totally different Rally at Eagle football team coming out at the third quarter where they are right now. Oh, yes, uh, 17 second, uh, third quarter uh, points so far here. They bring on the field goal unit that try to add one on this one. Waiting on the snap. Kick goes up, and it goes downtown for the Rally at Eagles. So the Eagles have taken the lead in this one. It is 20 to 13 with 41 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Break out on the football field. That means there's a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowland Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullen at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. Uh, we are back here. 
here on the couch to say the sports show. Your Eagles have the 20 to 13 lead over the Raiders of yeah. North Carolina. Yeah, if you uh, didn't get back after halftime, you're just getting back on. You've missed a lot of well left football. Yes, lots of in positive, definitely positive. Both sides of the ball, even special teams. Let's see what they do here. Is Ren is going to go ahead? This one's set up. It looks like they're going to come to the near side this time when they kick it. So, nope, they don't. They go to the far side, put it up in the air. It's going to be handled. That's the 25-yard line, trying to get around the corner. But the Eagles are all over that bill as number 10 on the other side. And I'm trying to get the number, trying to get the name. It was Clark who received the ball. And the Eagles uh, down the field on kickoffs have been pretty good when they get near the ball. Well, when you kick it uh, high and short, it gives your defense a chance to get down there to uh, to cover up the ball. So, your returners not having any time to set up any kind of uh, uh, return. Uh, what North Carolina needs to do is their front guys need to put uh, put uh, their body on somebody and slow them up. See if they get one or two plays off before the third quarter is done. The Eagles have the 2013 lead. 36 seconds left to go. Hand it off to the other side. Trying to get around the corner. Fighting it hard there was Taylor. And he didn't get very far as your Ed Eagles are all over that one. As Tito on the stop. As well as number 24 for your Raleigh Eagles, Gale. And that will bring up second down. Yeah, this is the first time uh, North Carolina has been uh, uh, losing uh, in a game so far this year. So they're kind of an uncharted territory so far this season. And I'm, I'm looking at this. The word stymied is coming to my head here for the Raiders. They have been stymied in the third quarter and have not been able to do anything, and that's going to do it for the third quarter. Quick break out on the football field. We'll talk a little bit more about this. Take a look at some of the stats on the way back. You're on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Raleigh Eagles Radio Network. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. Yes. Your class and your foundations in your house. Bill, what do we got going on over there? Well, uh, as we finish up third quarter, big difference on the third quarter as uh, Rowlett uh, now has 186 total yards. So uh, they didn't have long fields to play with as one of their possessions they only had to go 15 yards. Second down and nine for the Raiders. Too far, too near. They're going right to left on your internet radio dial. They get the snap. Darrington back to pass. Puts up a little floater for side. Nice catch. Near midfield. And the Rowland Eagles give up the big play. Not necessarily a huge play, but enough as getting out on the far side was Parker. And he's brought down by number 21 of your Rowland Eagles. That was Canyon on the stop. So that brings up a first down as they move the sticks. And the 
Raiders are at the Rowlett Eagles 46-yard line for a first down and 10. Yeah, first time they've been on the Rowlett side of the field so far in the second half. So let's see what they dial up here as they got all the receivers here on the near side. And Farrington's going to keep it. He's going to dance around. How about the Rowlett Eagles, number 41? And the ball on the ground picked up by the Eagles. Pushed out to the 30. Now to the 10. Five. Waiting for you. Out of bounds. As the Eagles pick up the ball, I was looking down to get the guy who tackled them. And as I was looking, the ball came out. I'm not sure who picked it up there, Paul. Yeah, I'm not sure who picked it up either. But it was actually uh, on it was the Wildcat and Eben Mana. Uh, Nama, Wade, Abinamu is the one that picked it up. Yeah, Wade, for your Rowland Eagles, picks up the loose ball. They have the ball first down and goal at the Raiders 7. The turn of momentum starting in the third quarter has continued here as we are in the fourth quarter. It's 11-18 left to go in tonight's contest. Your Eagles have the seven-point lead. It's 20 13. Yeah, Evan Nama just tried to do too much with the ball when uh, uh, he ran the Wildcat, and then uh, he was just trying too busy trying to break uh, break tackles and let go of the ball. So here we go. It's first down and goal from the seven yard line. Eagles up seven, back to pass. So Paul looking over in the corner. Oh, just out of the reach of the intended receiver. And that was Hall on the far side. We're trying to get around partitions here as. Uh, Trying to see the whole field here because of the partition. Well, and there was some confusion in the back band in the secondary with uh, Clark and and uh, Barrett King, as uh, they both uh, uh, broke in while Hull broke out and nobody uh, went with him. So that brings up second down and goal from the seven yard line. Two near, one far for the Raleigh Eagles. Two in the backfield. There goes the man in motion. That's Evans. And Topal's going to keep it. He's going to go around the corner, and he's caught from behind, but not before he gets down to about the four-yard line on the stop on the other side for the Raiders, number 22, and that was Fong on the stop. So third down and goal, Paul's on the four-yard line. It's interesting. This is a four-down territory without question. See if they can continue with the momentum. But right now the Raiders playing tough defense down there by the goal line. Well, the Raiders have been playing tough defense all night long. So, uh, you know, you got to give your hats off to the Raider defense. Two stacked wide receivers far side, one near. One that was in the stack is now in motion. Topal with two in the backfield. Topal takes a step up, slap, just overthrew the intended receiver. There were two Raiders right there. One was able to get the hand on it and get misdirection out on the football field. There's a player down on the football field. Yeah, and, and uh, on that uh, pass, uh, you know, uh, Topal did not read the linebacker. Uh, just uh, sitting in the middle of the field, and uh, once he saw him, he had to get that ball up and over him, and it was just too high for the receiver. So there's a breakout on the football field. We'll be back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. There may have been a time when the ups and downs of the stock market were exciting, but if you're retired or near retirement, for you, that time has passed. A predictable return, a predictable income and security may not be exciting, but your needs have changed. When you're ready for a more predictable instead of exciting financial plan, call Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, where we specialize in crafting financial strategies that aren't exciting but effective. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Visit them on the web at nesteggadvice.com or give them a call at 972-412-6064 to schedule your free no-obligation consultation. There is nothing that beats good home-cooked barbecue. 
Since 1941, Dickey's Barbecue has done all the cooking and you take all the credit. Whether you want real Texas brisket, Virginia ham, southern pulled pork, or fall off the bone ribs, Dickey's Barbecue is the place to go. Choose from our favorite sides of barbecue beans, creamy coleslaw, potato salad, jalapeno beans, and many more. Come see us today at our Rowlett location, 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110, in the Target Shopping Center. Whether you want to eat in or take it home, we will fix you up. Don't forget, for your next event, call the catering guy at 972-345-6424. That number again is 972-345-6424. Come visit us today at 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. Also, check us out on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Dickies Rowlett. For lip-smacking, rib-tickling, knee-slapping, foot-stomping, great-tasting barbecue, come see us at Dickies Barbecue today. timeout to avoid it. You're right, Bill. 
They got to throw the Tiki's Barbecue yellow hanky. I'm going to do it for you, Bill. And they did. They did. Thank you. So, Dickie's barbecue yellow hanky thrown for a false start. That is two men in motion in the backfield. So, that was the call. By the way, um, just found out. Well, we'll talk about it. Here comes first down and 15. Farmington puts the ball up. Farrington puts the ball just a little bit too far away from Parker as the Eagles were right there on the coverage. Yeah, Gil had perfect position on that. So if that ball would have been on the money, Gil would have had a good chance to intercept that. So uh, Farrington just overthrew everybody on that one. Trying to figure out who this is. Let's find out. At Cindy Stone, I like her. I like her flag that she has. I want to get that. Here we go. Second down. Oh, mark that. That's got to be yeah, yeah, second down. down Fifty. Here's the pass. Near side. Overthrow. Intercepted. Boy, you're wild at Eagles as they had the ball all set to go out to number thirteen Matthews. Who was that on the interception? Though number eight again. How about Henderson making two big plays on the defensive side of the ball with this? Now he comes up with the interception. Yeah, you're right. And uh, once again, well, uh, North Carolina is just trying to get that ball over the top, and Ralph is just playing great defense as they had double team on that one, and, and Henderson just uh, you know, the ball was overthrown, and Henderson just ran up underneath it. It's almost like they were listening to me, Bill, because they they're throwing the ball now, trying to get the ball past the defenders. It's like they were listening. Yeah, North Carolina was listening to you, but Rowlett knew my defense. There you go. So that <laughs> the defensive coach here. Here comes first down for the Eagles. Too far, too near. Run the backfield as they took off. Just a throw almost in the pitch. Now to the throw, you see, went over a defender, and he went down at about the 36-yard line using his athletic ability is twenty. And we're going to see a lot more of that for the rest of the season. Yeah, and you know what? This was an option once again. But this time, for the first time tonight, uh, Tupal actually pitched that ball. And, and because North Dolan focused on Tupal since he had taken it every time. Second down and two, three far, uh, one near. And Tupal tried to keep it that time. He did. He was lucky to get back to the line of scrimmage. He stopped there on the other side, number five. That was goodness on stop. Yeah, and you know what, the Pulse gave himself up on that one. That was actually a good thing because uh, the running back was also covered by the defensive end. So, uh, you know, he, he just uh, avoided uh, you know any kind of danger and just uh, kind of jumped on the ball there. All right, so it's third down and three for the Rowlett Eagles. The ball is on the 37-yard line of the Raiders. 9.04, clock is running, play clock is at 12. Eagles have a 23-13 lead, 10-point lead. Three far, one year for the Eagles. Stop all looking both sides. Back in the backfield. Is that Amos? I don't look like Yes, it is. It is Amos. There we go. So, Paul, up. Is this going to be a timeout? Fast start. It's a fast start on uh, Rowlett. All right. So, Dickie's Barbecue Yellow Hinky, fast start. Back up the Eagles. And we'll make it third down and <laughs> third down and 13 for the Rowlett Eagles. We need to get a better flag. Yeah, we got to. Hey. You know, that's what they were selling. So Yeah, we got to get better. <laughs> a little bit heavier so it can go up in the air and turn around. So, yeah, we, we got to do that. So here it comes. Third down and eight for the Rowlett Eagles. Balls on the 42-yard line of the Raiders. Eagles are going to look to the side to get a new play, and they are going to change it too far, one near two in the backfield. That's Expo as well as Amos in the backfield with Paul. Look out for the, com- the combo of the pitch. 
on the option play. But no, back to passes to Paul. Good block there by Espo. To Paul puts the ball on the money at the 20 yard line. Out of bounds at the 15 yard line. Evans with a great turnaround catch uh, over there by the sideline. Bills. What a play. What a nice pass. Well, and a great job by Tapaz. He just put that up there in the corner. You know, he that was what uh, you would call a, a, a spot throw. He threw it to a spot. And uh, Evan just went to that spot and uh, got it. Matthews on the stop for the other side. First down and 10. Balls on the 14-yard line of the Raiders. So the Eagles now trying to get a little bit further. They need to get in the end zone so they can try to put this one away. 8-17 left to go in tonight's contest as we're coming to you live from Williams Stadium in Garland, Texas. Here we go. First down and 10. They hand the ball off. It's Expo. Rumbling. No, no, that is. That, that is uh, Chauncey Amos, and there's a lot of Dicky uh, barbecue yellow hankies out on the football field, Bill. What's going on out there? Did you see that? I think we're going to get a holding on Rowlett uh, as one of the receivers. That's exactly the call. Well, back up the Eagles 10 yards, so it's going to be first down and 20 from the 24-yard line. That changes the whole the, the whole scheme on what you're going to do at this point. It does open up the playbooks for some a couple of uh, pass plays on the far side. As, as they're on this near hash. I'm looking far side in the corner for a nice lob pass, maybe. Well, and let's see what uh, Coach Stevens uh, dials us up. As, you know, clock is running. We're going to be under uh, eight minutes here in just a second. You know, you run it a couple times and then forward. You keep that clock running. Too far. One near for the Rowlett Eagles. Two in the backfield. It's going to be Amos and Expo. Expo being the bigger one, one with the shoulders, and Amos can follow that transport trucks. Here's the play. Going up to Paul in the corner. There's got to be a flag as they were going up on the other side. Ball was intended for Sismic, and he got leveled. Well, the other side, number four, is coming in. That was Butler. Butler put it. Put a button on it. Well, they, 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 they might get targeting on this. They have uh, targeting. Uh, exactly. He definitely went uh, helmet and directly. You got it. So, good to see you. Cindy, we're also on the Couch Potato Sports Show. You can check us out there if you can't watch it. We, this is the first time we're doing a Facebook Live here. Um, and we can't turn it around because it's against UIL rules. So, you get our ugly mug. So, hopefully, we haven't broken the cameras very much. So, But a big-time play in the corner. Seisman is still down out on the football field. You know what? So let's do this. Let's take a quick play, break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll be right back. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles asking, are you dealing with unpleasant smells or odors in your home? Is there a foul odor that you just can't find? Your best bet is to contact my friend Michael Smith of Lone Star State Mitigation. Mike is an expert when dealing with pet odors, urine, smoke, or unpleasant smells that you just can't pinpoint. He's also an expert in dealing with issues after a pipe bursts in your home or an emergency that causes damage. You need to contact Mike at Lone Star State Mitigation. Give him a call at 469-360-2997. Lone Star State Mitigation. Restoring the calm after the storm. First down and goal from the nine-yard line are the Eagles. Two far, one near. They go ahead and give it to Expo. Ball blockers to the five. Down to about the two-yard line. They're not going to give him a call. He's going to be a little short there one. on the stop on the other side with Zoke, who also plays running back for the Raiders. They're going to, they're going to get him down right at the one-yard line, it looks like. 
Yep, right at the one-yard line. So here comes first, uh, second down and goal from the one. Too far one near for the Eagles. Two in the backfield again with Tope Paul. So Paul gets the snap, hands it off, and boy, the Raiders went that one all the way as they got in there really quick on the other side. That was Hammer on the side. Mark that Homer on the stop. Yeah, uh, he was able just to jump that up offensive line and get in the backfield and uh, take him down for a five-yard loss. Oh, that backs them up. It's going to be third down and goal. They actually put the ball on the five-yard line. So it's third down and goal. 6.50 left to go in the game. The Eagles have the 10-point lead, 23-13. They are driving, trying to get into the end zone here on this third down and goal from the five. So Paul, looking to the near side, throws the rocket. And is it incomplete? Yes, it is incomplete. It was in and out of the hands. Who was that? Uh, some sick. And, uh, you know, he just he just came in uh, from the game, back in the game, but they're coming off the field for a couple of plays. So don't know if he still has some cobwebs in him, but uh, he had a sure touchdown there. Yeah, and here come the Eagles. They're going to be making a 13-point game as they bring on Rena. So they'll lay that ball down at the 12-yard line. So it's going to be a 22-yard field goal for Rena and the Eagles trying to go up in this game 13 points and almost you know, definitely make it a two-point, uh, well, two drives for the Raiders to get back in this one if that happens. Kick uh, goes up, and it goes down. Pound for the rally at Eagles. So the Eagles have taken a 23, mark that 26-13 lead with 6.31 left to go here in this fourth quarter. Quick breakout on the football field. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about perfection body sculpting. Are you tired of seeing those love handles? Or do you just want to change your own image of yourself for a new you? Make sure you check into perfection body sculpting located in the heart of Rowlett. A $69 consultation includes a 30-minute session of Laser Lipo. So start the New Year's off with a new amazing special from Perfection Body Sculpting. And remember, your goals are our highest priority. Contact 214-735-8519 or visit them on the web at www.perfectionsbodysculpt.com. Perfection Body Sculpting One in Greenville, one in Rockwall, one in Rowlett. You can get over there, check out Tammy. She knows what she's doing. She can help you all square away. 631 left to go, 2613. Your Eagles have the lead here tonight. As the Eagles now, what we're seeing, we talked about it at the beginning, we're seeing a little bit of tiredness coming in for the Raiders because a lot of those guys playing both sides of the ball there. Yeah, and I mentioned earlier in the game that we were going to see how this was going to affect them here in the second half, and it's starting to show. Yep, it's starting to show. The defense still playing well for the Raiders, but the Eagles have that 13-point lead as the Eagles kick this one off. It's going to be handled at the 10-yard line, coming to the 20, trying to find the hole, and the ball's on the ground! I think the Eagles got it because I thought they're in the Eagle hand. So if I see it, yep, there it is. The Eagles get the ball as they put a pop-up on the kick returner. It was number 11 uh, on the other side, Ellis, who had the ball on the kickoff return and went on the uh, knockout and picked up number 31, Adams, on the Rowlett Eagles who picked up the ball. Well, there's going to be an unfortunate conduct uh, on uh, Rowlett for a sideline here uh, after the play. But 
the Eagles do get the ball back after the field goal, which in turn puts the Eagles in a really good spot. And that's what they're talking about is the sideline. That's exactly what the call is too, Bill, because the coach was talking to the sideline guy right there. But the Eagles do maintain possession of the ball, and the Eagles looking pretty good right now as they have the lead 26 the 13 622 left to go. Is it a sideline warning, or did they actually give them the yards, Bill? Yep, they're giving them the yards. Yep. And that's a 15-yarder. That's actually a pretty big penalty from the sideline. Well, and, and it's, it's a frustrating penalty because, you know, it's, it's a mental penalty. Uh, and, you know, you just got the ball back over on the 25-yard line or 26-yard line, and now you're having to start from the 41. Yeah, that's a big-time That's a big time penalty. Let's see how the Eagles actually work around that and see how much mental is uh, taken out of them for that. Three far, one near for the Eagles, one in the backfield. That's Chauncey Amos in the backfield to the right of Topal. Waiting on the call. Topal changes the play. And the Raiders back off a little bit. So, Paul, with the pass on the far side caught by Evans. Evans breaks and shakes and bakes. Gets down to the 31-yard line. And really, in reality, that was a lot of the yakety-yak there for uh, the other side, Evans there, Bill. Well, and a great job by uh, by Hall and Simsek to block downfield for him and give him that lane. That That's a play that wasn't working in the first half where, where the uh, receivers weren't getting the block. So, uh, good to see that they made these adjustments and Ray. Uh, and uh, able to uh, change the way they're running these plays. Yakety-yak for the Raleigh Eagles. His first down and 10. Ball on the 31-yard line of the Raiders. Three near, one far. Here comes the ball on the option. He pitches it last second to Amos. Amos catches it at the 30. He's going to push it down to the 22-yard line. And Amos was lucky he was paying attention because that ball was up in the air just a little bit too long after the pitch there. Bro. Yeah, and, and that's, that's a risky pitch to be taken. And uh, Coach Stevens pulled him over here. Um, and to mention it to him and say, look, you're getting a little too risky on when you're pitching that ball. He he was getting ganged up on three by three guys when he let go of that ball. I think he lost the tip, though. I think he, he lost something because he came over to the sideline. And yeah, and this guy right down here still has it in his hands, and then it's not a mouthpiece, so he would have went, no. rinsed it off. I think he lost it, too. Yeah. Either a tooth or maybe a contact. That could be that, too. So here we go. Two far team here for the Eagles, one in the backfield. So Paul waiting on the snap. He gets it. Hands it off to Amos to the right side, pushing down to the 20-yard line. A game of three. Clock is at four minutes and 55 seconds. Briefly stopped there after the run. There goes the clock again. The Eagles up 26 Team. And I think that's what Raleigh wants to do now. Just keep that clock running yep. and uh, uh, get out of here and, and uh, you know, just uh, celebrate the second-half play that they had. Because that has definitely been the difference in tonight's ball game. The second half of this football game was all about the Raleigh Eagles showing up and coming out and performing instead of what they did in the first half. Well, I think this is something Raleigh needed. They needed to have a first half like that. Yep. And you get them back on track. Three far, one near. Here's the pass to the far side. It's caught by Evans. Evans juking around. They're about the 18, uh, yeah, about the 18 yard line before he's uh, brought down finally. Uh, and the clock continues to run with 4:12 left to go here in tonight's contest. It's going to bring up now. What is that? Third down or second down, Bill? Second. Third down. That's what I thought, but the, even the sideline says second. I'm waiting for them to turn it, and they're not turning it. Maybe so. second down. 
Maybe it is second down. Maybe that last play was first down. We might have missed it. Hey, Chad, good to see you. Thanks for joining us. you giving us a look. Cindy Stones, you're welcome. This is what we do week in and week out, bring you Rowlett Eagles varsity football. Uh, today we had the pregame show on Friday. It's normally on Thursday. Sunday just wasn't feeling good early this week, so we had the uh, pregame show go out to you on Friday. We missed the eagle Eye Bill Cerna on that, by the way. That was my fault, though. But that is, that's what happened to what it is. But in more in the past. Finding the perfect home starts with Remax.com. Featuring 5 million bedrooms, 4 million bathrooms, plus every detail ever. Find the listings you love and the agents who can get them at Remax.com. That's the sign of a Remax agent. Make sure you contact Lucy Massey for all your home buying or selling needs for homes in Dallas, Mesquite, Rockwall, Garland, Richardson, Forney, or Rowlett. Give her a call at 469-556-6364. That's 469-556-6364. All right, let's go to Bill for some other scores that are going on here tonight. Hey, the other two games that are going on here in district are both finals now. In Wiley, Wiley had that 50 nothing uh, halftime score. Uh, they just put on cruise control, and they end up winning 50-7 to against Garland. Uh, over at uh, Homer B. Johnson Stadium, South Garland, uh, being the home team in this game, played Lakeview Centennial. Lakeview Centennial got up big and early, and they end up winning that one 48-14. So there we go. 3.33 left to go in this one. 26-13 in favor of the Eagles. There goes the man in motion. That's Evans. They hand it up. Nope. They give it to Chauncey Amos, and that didn't fool anybody. As Evans was going across, they ended up on a delay handing it off to Amos. Maybe a loss of two, but what is the important thing is that clock's still running. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, it's going to be uh, close to um, – or it's going to be under three minutes before they get the next snap off. So, you know, they probably run this – Maybe line up for a field goal, see if they can put three more on it, and give uh, Raina his fifth field goal. It's third down, though, right now. So they got another play before they got to kick it. And they are just waiting as it gets down to the play clock. is down to seven. And they're actually just going to let it go, and they're going to time out. Yep, that's exactly what it is. Quick break out on the football field. We'll hear from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floor. We'll be right back. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. They're playing Longview over in Rockwall tonight. Right now, Longview is up 42 to 35 with nine minutes in the in the fourth quarter. Third down and ten for the Eagles. Ball on the 20-yard line of the Raiders. 
So Paul gets the snap, gets it into the screen to Chauncey Ambrose. He breaks the tackle to the 20, to the 10, 5, touchdown! Wow! Oh, he goes, no yellow hankies out on the football field, so that one was good. Yeah, great job. It was just a um, uh, release screen, and uh, Chauncey Ambrose just got the ball, uh, juked a couple defenders, and had the whole middle of the field open. 2.37 left to go. The Eagles bring on the extra point crew. As they're trying to make it a 20-point lead with the extra point here with 2.37 left to go. Jupal waiting on the snap as he's older. Kick goes up, and it goes downtown for the Rowlett Eagles. So the Eagles have that 10-point lead here, 33 20 to 23. 20-point 20 lead. 20-point. What did I say, 10? 10. 10, yep. Well, you know what? It was a 20-point lead, but this game was a lot closer to, oh, uh, yes. to what the score is because, uh, you know, it, North Garland had control of this game for the first half. A tale of two halves from this game. Really, definitely. So taking a look, not counting the last plays, Chase Paul. Chase DePaul has completed 41 passes. He's attempted 72 tonight. Now, this is either wrong. Oh, no, that's not that. That's his season. That's his whole season. Well, this is not right. It's supposed to be on the one that I'm trying to get. I know. I should have just let. I should have let. Eagle Eye Bill Serna, what's going on? What, give us the right, ball right now is 12 for 29. There we go. With 202 yards with two touchdowns. Uh, Chauncey uh, Amos still didn't have a big game as he only had a total of, well, it's had 16 yards on here, but we, he had 16 yards just on that last play. So uh, he's, he's closer to about 40 yards uh, for the night. So um, not a running for, not a lot of running for the offense. Uh, matter of fact, Raleigh only has 269 total yards for the game. Uh, North Carolina has 147 total yards. They had 136 total yards at halftime. 237 left to go in this one. The Eagles have the 20-point lead, 33-13. to 13. And the Eagles are going to kick it off to the Raiders. And Reyna puts the ball up. It's going to be handled at the 10-yard line. He's going to bring it out to the 20. And just dancing around, standing around until something opens. He's still pushing up down the field. Looks like he's going to get to about the 25-yard line. Couldn't catch the number as that was far away. Couldn't see who caught it. The Eagles said they came up with it, but the Eagles uh, pinned the uh, Raiders back. It looks like it's going to be at their own 24-yard line. And uh, just to make it a point, uh, uh, it actually wasn't rain on that kick as it was actually number 42, Sebastian Delgadillo, that uh, uh, kicked off that time. It was a little odd as he was kicking uh, left-handed, which uh, makes him just a little bit brighter. Just like me, because I'm left-handed. You must, I'm just saying, you must be left-handed. And, of course, leave it to the eagle eye to pick out who kicked it off. As he, they don't, I, I don't call him the eagle eye for nothing. It's the reason why he's there. Here comes first down for the Raiders. As the ball's on their own 26-yard line, they, they get a delay a game. It's like adding insult to injury when you come out, you know, and you get a delay a game when you're down, thir- uh, down 20. Well, not only that, you get a delay a game when um, – when you're coming out of a uh, kickoff from the kickoff, yeah, that it's, I don't understand. I, I I don't get it. Here we go. As first and fifteen, here's the pass near side, and it's almost knocked out. Well, it was knocked down by Wade. He almost brought it in as the ball was intended on the other side there for Matthews. Well, I don't think Matthews or Wade expected the ball. That ball just came out of nowhere. If Wade had seen it and knew it was coming, 
uh, he would have picked it up really easy. And Parker was a little bit further. He realized it was a little short. Uh, I don't know if he was trying to go to Parker, and it ended up near Matthews, but that brings up second down and 15 ball on the 21 of the Raiders. Here's the pass near side. Caught at the 20. And the Eagles just waiting for him to get around. The Eagles are not working very hard here as the Raiders are not bringing out anything fancy right now. But on the Rowlett Eagles, the, the swarming defense was huge. And on the stop is Wesley on the other side for your Rowlett Eagles as well, number eight, Henderson. So that brings up now third down and 14. Ball's on the 21-yard line for the Raiders. Raiders going right to left on your internet radio dial. So let's see what they draw up here. Three, four, one near for the Raiders. Back to pass. Here comes the last one. The Eagles. Carrington has to fight and get out of it, but he is sacked back at the 18-yard line. Loss of three. Who was on that stop there, Bill? Number 40 on the Raleigh Eagles on the stop, and that was Willis as well as number 44, and that was Young Seals. So that was in that backfield. Yeah, that was a straight blitz by uh, Rowlett, and and, uh, Farrington had no chance to do anything. So that brings up now fourth down, if I'm not mistaken, Bill, right? Yep, fourth down and 15, 14. And the Raiders are going to have to kick this one off. The clock is running at a minute and 13. That will pretty much put the nail in the coffin for the Raiders. So the Eagles get out of this one. Here comes the kick, and it's line driving to hit the Eagle. So the Eagles are going to hop up on it, and it hit them at the 25-yard line. So the Eagles have the ball all set and ready to go. So that's what's going on here. Your Rowlett Eagles getting the victory here, a 20-point victory to this point. Your Rowlett Eagles are at home next week. They'll be taking on South Garland at Homer B. Johnson Stadium, and then they are on the bye where I guess Bill is going to go on a cruise. I'm going to go see the old man in Arizona, and then we kick it back up off here October 19th as the Rowlett Eagles are on the road to take on the Wiley Pirates, who got the big victory tonight, 50-7. to So the clock is at a minute one left to go. The Eagles here just going to run the ball. They'll run three plays, and that'll be the end of this. As the play clock's down to three, so I guess they don't care or it's just going to back them up. You know, they're going to call timeout. They're going to call the timeout. So that's what's ending up happening there. I'd like to thank our sponsors because our sponsors, we definitely got our plays in that we promised, which is always wonderful. So I'd like to roll through those really quick as Dickie's Barbecue. They are the yellow hanky, the Dickie's Barbecue yellow hanky. Uh, sponsor. The Bullet Experiences sponsors the pregame show. We thank them. Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors, Western General Contractors, Perfections Body Sculpting, Lucy Massey of Remax, Lone Star State Mitigation, Costlow Insurance, Nest Egg Wolf Advisors, Budget Blinds, Baggies Website, and of course, Chain Lee's Taekwondo. I First down and 10, ball number 27, and Bill says he's lost it. He's still on Facebook Live. That's what it is. Oh, my God. (laughs) See, this is the thing you don't expect to get. There's the snap, and they're not even coming after him. They're just letting the time go. Now they're going to come after him, and they down it. And uh, so that's going to do it. They'll get one more playoff, and that will end up doing it. But the Eagles, they are the team that comes out of this one with the spotless record. They go to 4-0. The um, Raiders will drop the 4-1 on the season. The Raiders are for real here, guys, and uh, Tony mentioned it. The defense is for real. 
they need to get some more people on that football team. So because they had about, I would say about 25% of their team playing both sides of the ball, Bill. That'll kill you in a game like this where they drag it on real late. Well, the longer you go into the season, that's going to be affected, uh, affecting them too. Is You know, they're legitimately, legitimately a playoff team. So you take that into playoff uh, uh, atmosphere and not being – Having a lot of personnel, that's really going to be a challenge when they get in the playoffs. Yeah, and you got to take a look at uh, what Wiley getting the victory. So they go one and one within the district. So they're going to be up there. Obviously, the Raleigh Eagles undefeated at uh, 2-0 within district. Uh, Saxey takes the loss. So the Eagles are up on top in reality within the standings. The rest of the other three game teams that will make the playoffs, that is going to be the difference here uh, toward the end of the season. Will it be the familiar foes? with the Saxe Mustangs, or will they drop off and we see a new face in there? Will it be the Raiders? Will it be Wiley? Will they pick up within district? Wiley, I think, is a dark horse running in this because a lot of people don't know a lot about them. Well, and they struggled in the non-district games. as uh, uh, They really uh, uh, had their uh, uh, a tough time. But, you know, coming into district, they've, they've shown up already. And yep. so they're going to be a, a team to reckon with. But uh, uh, right now, well, it looks like the team to beat uh, uh, in the district as, as Saxe is just not the team that they've been um, for the past few years. And I think even the Raleigh Eagles will tell you there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. they gotta, they got to nail down some mental mistakes that have happened out on the football field and make sure that they are executing the plays because depending on the team that they'll play, another team will take advantage of mental mistakes, whether that is in district play or where it usually happens. The first round of the playoffs, they cannot have mistakes like this going into the playoffs. No, you get a good playoff team and you start making mental mistakes like this, you're not going to be in the ballgame uh, very long. So, you know, they've got to clean that up and, uh, you know, play Rowlett football. But one thing uh, about Stevens that we say every game is that, you know, he's great at making halftime adjustments. Yeah, I always see that. Did so, it today. So, and today was a prime example of that. So, you know, it's a, if you clean up those mental mistakes, you won't get in this hole like they did early in this game. We are at the halfway point of the regular season, but we're, this is the fifth game. Rowlett Eagles are 4-0. The uh, Rockwall game, of course, was canceled. That will not be made up. Uh, so we're at the midway point of the season for Rowlett. Um, they have got, uh, obviously, five more games going on um, as far as what the Rowlett Eagles have to deal with. I gave you the rundown. Uh, North Garland here tonight. Next week, South Garland. That's a Thursday night game, 7 o'clock over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. Then the bye, and then the Eagles back in action on Friday, October 19th, against the new division foe, that being the Wiley Pirates. That game takes place over at Wiley. So that's going to do it for us tonight here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. You're Rowlett. Eagles get a 33-13 victory here, 20-point victory tonight, um, a very hard fought, I mean, 20 points sounds like a lot, but that was a hard fought 20 points to get the victory here tonight. Oh, you're absolutely right, uh, you know, it, it was a tight ball game with four minutes left in the third quarter, so uh, Raleigh just, uh, they capitalized when they when they should, and, and uh, you know, uh, Reina had a great game with four field goals out of four tries. Uh, made every extra point. So, I mean, just him alone outscored uh, North Garland. So, you know, the offense struggled, especially in the first half. Second half, they didn't have uh, a lot of field to, to, to go down because they got some turnovers on, on uh, 
North Carolina side of the ball or side of the field. So, you know, they didn't, uh, there wasn't big numbers on the offense tonight. So that's going to do it for us tonight as we're coming to you live from Williams Stadium. 33-13 is the final. Eagles go to 4-0 out on the season. The North Garland Raiders, they go to 4-1 out on the season. Right up underneath our three-hour block tonight here on Friday night for Friday Night Lights. For the Eagle Eye, Bill Turner, I'm Sonny Claus, the smartest working man in sports radio. Everybody have a good evening. Bye-bye.